0: Hi, I'm Garrett, and welcome to The Conversation. I think conversation is one of the most important tools we have for building and maintaining genuine relationships. In the age of the internet and social media, the conversation is a dying art. While we're technically more connected than ever, it seems more difficult than ever to engage with alternative perspectives in a meaningful way. We talk past each other and speak totally different languages without even knowing it. This show is my attempt at working on that problem. I'm trying to learn how to have meaningful conversation and practice what I learn. It's partly an experiment. Maybe if I start having more difficult conversations, I can get better at it. Maybe we can all get better at it. I don't know how this experiment's going to turn out, but hey, this could be interesting. So let's talk about the word conspiracy theory, though, because I I was a little bit even afraid when I sent you a, the message afterwards. Uh, Connor sent me nice message, and I I I'll be, every time you're reading text, it's always <laughs> hard to like tell the undertones. I thought you were like, what the frick? What did you, why did you say it that way? <laughs> I because to me, when I think of a conspiracy theory, that's not a negative word it's just that's a, a technical type of theory yeah oh, you've got a definition a belief yes I want that some belief. covert but influential organization is responsible for circumstance for a circumstance or event yeah so it's it's
1: just yeah and it's become a derogatory term kind of in certain right. ways right like i don't really care at this point i'm like sure call me whatever you want but like you can see these theorist. things happening a lot of them you know like so it's it's pretty pretty open when you look at
0: the definition, there, right? Like, but yeah, it, it's it's just that there's a group that's kind of developed around it, and yeah. I don't know how. I I think I even agree with having somewhat of a like using it derogatorily sometimes to say, okay, there's you know, you far, can you, you can go too far with it, right? Yeah. I mean, just believe it. But why is it that that groups of people specifically? It's, it's usually a group thing, not like, or like, you know, sometimes it's just specific people. But there's like you know the hippies of the 70s that was like sort of a response I guess to like the Cold War I imagine or like just at that point it was just there's a lot of stuff happening the government there's a lot of propaganda needing to happen in order to maintain some cohesion in Mm -hmm. some intense times and so then at that point it was kind of easy to poke a hole in the veil and see hey we're there's something more going on here if you look at when the term actually started coming
1: around it was kind of right after JFK's assassination like when it really blew up that's when it became a term so to speak and um, it's because everyone was saying that he didn't die or this happened or someone right. was on purpose or like no one knew but right so they started pointing out that's conspiracy theory which is it is a, a lot of these things yeah. are conspiracy theories right like people you think someone's conspiring against you right. There's a conspiracy theory, like you, a conspiracy to build your home. Like there's a plot of land. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know, and then, and then yeah. you follow the blueprints. Br- so there's even more of a plan, right? So right. Y- you could really go really deep But the, that if you want. I
0: mean, in the definition we just read, the, part of the definition is that it's like, it's secret.
2: Well, yeah, covert was the word, right, which covert. I would actually disagree that most things that people think are conspiracy theories are not actually very covert. Like, a lot of them are actually pretty explicit. Yeah. At least in, you know, I, I don't think there's too much covert. Um, I, I think there's lying, but I think actually people are, uh, ironically enough, honest about their lies in a lot of sense. Like, when they get caught lying, there's not too much, uh, you know, people to, uh, there's not too much, like, backtracking on lies. There's just, there's a, a, a I think a... a ideology of the ends can justify the means in a lot of, especially in politics today, which uh, is used as an excuse for lying, which actually makes a lot of these things not so much conspiracy theories because the lying's not very covert. It's just
0: <laughs> it's just outright. Yeah. yeah. But, but then how do you, I mean, if it's going to be a lie that actually works, it has to be, I mean, that's fundamentally the nature of a lie is to tell a story to manipulate somebody and not tell them something else that a, a secret is fundamentally part mm-hmm. of a lie. Mm-hmm. Right, so. <laughs> what? I, well, I'm just saying that, like, as soon as you're lying to somebody, the, the, it it is a conspiracy theory, or or there's a conspiracy happening there, mm-hmm.
2: right? Yeah, I guess I like maybe it's a, I don't have problems with people conspiring. It's that we have like really low quality conspiring, <laughs> so it's like you either need to be honest or actually have like a real good conspiracy of like to do something and accomplish something yeah. it's like kind of like the example that comes to mind would be like um narratives around like covid and just t- like saying this is what like be- being not being upfront to uh try and manipulate certain perspectives about it Um, And then when new information comes out, it's like, oh, yeah, but you understand I had to lie because of this and this, right? Right. Because it just got around... It's like, it would be better if COVID was actually a conspiracy or actually people were straight up honest about it. It's this, like, kind of just casual lying about stuff in, like, news that's kind of, I don't know, uncomfortable for me.
1: I have this, like, it's almost a theory. I wouldn't say it's a conspiracy theory, but just a theory that, like... There's something about the world we live on that you have to, like, I think this would tie into God more so, but like you can't force people into making bad decisions. So most of it is literally like you have to make the choice. So they have to figure out a way to get your consent for it. That's what it's about. Consent mostly, in my opinion. So or like have the illusion to, of freedom, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Right. But so you have to willingly decide to do it for it to be, um, allowed some, so to speak because for some reason these people who put these things out they are always they always give you clues like it's not like they're lying straight to your face like Connor's saying like there's information out there it's just like they'll distract you with other information even though they put out the right information you know and uh, so I think I think there's something about that I'm not 100% sure totally of what it means but for some reason most of the conspiracy theories so to speak are actually like spoken about in certain in certain ways that would deter you from actually believing it. You know what I mean? Like they'll put a short article or something yeah. about one thing, and then they'll do a long article about how they're going to do the cover with PR, you know?
0: I, I feel like it's almost the other way around. Well, I'm not sure which one you're saying is the short and the long one, but it, they tend to like... The long one is the one that scares people away, where oh. it actually has the information in it. And yeah, then yeah. the short one is the one that kind of just... It's, it's just a distillation because a lot of lies and the most effective ones really are just and this is fundamental nature of telling a story too is just that you you don't focus on all the facts you choose the ones that have to do with what your intentions are behind the story right Mm. and so you know whenever you're given an article by any organization especially if it's short ones for like general consumption they're going to do a lot of editing and it's not going to necessarily be editing that's like rewriting but it's just if you choose to highlight certain information you can excite a certain story in the minds of of the consumer right mm-hmm. and yeah it's so it, <laughs> it it doesn't take you don't necessarily have to be uh lying as in telling something that's that's objectively false in order to be lying or or have conspiring you know yeah. to mislead people yeah that's
1: i i, I feel that it's It's hard. It's a hard topic to go on because the conspiracy theory. Now we're going over this. The the definition. You're you were totally right. That I think most things that get described as a conspiracy theory aren't conspiracy theories. They're like either someone's conspiring or they're not. And like it's just people working for their own agenda, so to speak, right? And they Mm -hmm. have to do whatever they can to get you to believe that right so yeah. and i would actually agree with what you're saying about that it's a longer article and i think that's also because most people don't read through full articles right. either so it makes yeah. it a lot easier and it's easier to touch up one little sentence that was off and keep the rest of the article than to you know if you just have a few basic points that are very direct and it's like well that's all you said you know yeah. what i mean it's it's harder to go back on that right
2: so it's almost like conspiracy theories like a misnomer for used to like drag people that just have higher levels of like distrust in general. Right. It's like, th- that doesn't mean that they have to be sp- like explicitly claiming any sort of conspiracy. Vo- Cause like, I would say I don't identify with many conspiracies specifically, but I generally identify with uh, like general mistrust, but it's like, I don't know. It's pretty casual in my life, <laughs> but it's, I don't know. Like I, I don't, I, I think that, that's what attracts me to you know people that will get labeled or, or an idea get, that's get labeled as a conspiracy. It's like sort of attractive because to me I'm gonna find some sort of uh, community that is mistrusting of things that maybe shouldn't be trusted as much as they are, or uh, they're they're more divisive than they generally people see them to be. Yeah,
0: I mean at this point it seems like especially with the rise of uh, like people who deeply feel convinced that like the earth is flat, or a, a lot of like there, there's a lot of of general mistrust kind of building up, and and it's kind of com- communidifying. Like th- there's new sort of almost like religious groups of people where it's like okay. I I guess especially the internet allows for this sort of thing. So it's like as soon as you have this same kind of mistrust for this particular narrative that is being told to you, you can go and connect with a whole bunch of other people. So I'm just I'm trying to wonder out loud why it is that there seems to be a new wave of conspiracy theory uh, groups and like I don't know it's it's becoming more and more common, I guess. I, I think it's just because of a general.
1: I think most of them go back to big corporations or government for the most part. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that's a cover up for something or this or that, right? Like, um, oh, I just wrote. I was gonna say.
0: I don't know. You think that it has to do with with governments or big companies? I mean, there there certainly there are more big. Big companies and larger governments at this point in history than there ever have been for- before, as well. So there's yeah. there's there's less friction for forming a conspiracy theory group or like, of just like a a bunch of people who actually believe a story or like are investigating a certain doubt in a in a institutional narrative. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot more larger institutions. Which the larger your institution is, the more sort of incentivized you are to kind of manipulate people with these with mm-hmm. sort of conspiracies, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's. It's tough to figure it out, right? Because I'm sure there's lots of corporations who have lots of money who wanna help, but then there's other corporations that don't wanna help at all. And you're you gotta find the basis of that, like vaccine manufacturers making like over like a hundred million dollars, you know what I mean? Or a billion. I don't even know what it is, but yeah. like there's so much money involved in that that it's almost like sketchy just to talk about that because it's like, are we helping or are we not helping? Like why is there so much right. so much involved? Like why aren't we just actually doing humanitarian acts right
3: mm-hmm.
1: um and then with governments like governments have just been known to be lying for like all the time like even like the they they um the cdc gave like black people syphilis saying that they were giving them free health care i don't if you look that i don't know you can look that up but i i, I can't remember what it's called but they literally said they were giving them free health care and everything and then they gave them syphilis that's it's, it's wild okay well, that's if what, you uh, just type in CIFL, I so. think
2: Eric Weinstein's talked about like being able to just dismiss people or or uh, categorize an, an another group as like conspiracy theory conspiracy theorists and like dismiss them because of that is actually like a privileged position to not have experienced um you know specifically in your life targeting right from these things whereas there's lots of actually again it's not really much of a theory there's more proven examples of you know, uh, minority groups being targeted by you know large uh, institutions and organizations, um, and that's you know they certainly would naturally build a distrust for large institutions. Um, and if you you know trust them, it's really almost a point right. of privilege that it's, it's you that can you trust have it.
0: You've been existing in a scenario where everything's been going well enough for you that you don't have reason to be doubting the trustworthiness of the institutions that yeah. you're that are like above you basically that are su- basically supposed to be or supposedly mm-hmm. taking care of you
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: i think that's that's a big part of why like there's a lot of people who don't have any mistrust in it because like they've they've grown up and they know like oh like they they help me out with tons of stuff what do you mean like look at the roads look at this look at that right like um there's also obviously bigger things than the roads you know what i mean like i've never been on a podcast so i'm a little I'm a little, you know, my brain's <laughs> going a little right quick. It, yeah. I'm just trying to get in the mood of it, right? But uh, but yeah, so I I think there's general reason to mistrust people. But like, I don't think that means you, a lot of these people, so to speak, called conspiracy theories literally just throw trust out the window. I feel like they trust nobody. Like they trust right. nothing and they trust nobody and they get lost in it. And they're literally just someone who just goes, no, that's not true. No, that's not true. Well, what about that? You know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. those, those people are, I don't know, sad to say, like they kind of got lost in it, you know? You can you can navigate through these things and you can find truth within things that have been told to, or like lies, I guess, which have, in things that have been told to be like truth, like they said they were giving them free healthcare and we now know they're not. Like this yeah, is- did, this you, did you
0: find anything on that, Sarah?
4: Yeah, is this it here, Braden? This yeah, is,
1: the Tuskegee I yeah, believe. Yeah, this is
4: on history.com. Okay. This happened back in the 1930s though yeah wow okay
0: okay and and, and that time scale makes a little bit more sense too because i like i don't know maybe there's still crazy shit like this happening now but i don't know like at that point it's like the, the racism was a lot more overt people people would personally claim to be racist oh of course right of course at this point it's like nobody even if you were the slightest bit racist it's like it's it's such a scary term to identify with nobody like that's the worst sin you can commit at this point so nobody's going to say that they're racist
2: but <laughs> well it's yeah it's not to show that this is like to say see it's happened before like in a in a direct connection but it's to say that people that have been or identify with groups that have been targeted in the past whether it's happening still or not you'd understand a different tolerance for trust which we I guess we have intolerance for different levels of trust in each other. So people right. dismiss people uh, on the other side, like on both sides, uh, you just dismiss as less intelligent or you didn't see what I saw, but we, we're we not right. realizing like, you're not talking about actual facts. You're just encountering people that have different tolerances for things. Right. And those people are actually really useful to have as part of one community. Um, and and I, that's, I think generally my distrust is that we don't have whole communities that contain people at different levels. So like what you were saying earlier with the internet, people with low levels of distrust now are able to just congregate and it becomes, right. it gets extreme and extreme. Like you were saying, you get lost in it and people on the other side get lost in this idea. Where like I think, like, well, I think like, I think in order people, to
0: gather in the large, like the, the, the size of the group that is the internet or that is the your friend list, which is kind of like, it's there's multiple generations of it because it's like there's all the people that you're interacting with, and then their pool of people that they're interacting with, like their whole friends list. So whatever, it's not it's not a closed group. It's a really really massive sprawling group. To participate in that, you have to have some short, sort of shared narrative with all of those people, and the only way you're going to have a, a narrative that reaches all of those people and you can all kind of believe at the same time and have kind of a starting place to interact with each other based on, is if you all kind of trust. One institution, and and to tell a story to that many people, you need to be a pretty massive institution, <laughs> right? Like it's it's not. When you have that many people in a group, you can't have a cohesive trust structure of like vetting facts based on like I trust that guy and and he you know he's he's a smart guy and so he he wouldn't believe something that, that's not dumb. It's like, in order to to participate in the like the internet scale conversation. You have to like delegate who's going to be the one who who takes care of telling us our like our meta narrative or our our country our national narrative, and so then we all we trust kind of one institution. It's like it's the separation of of the story institution from the people actually engaging. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but exactly, but it's just that there's there's well, a separation between like. <laughs> the the fact that the the guy who's telling the news story isn't just your neighbor telling you because you're his friend, it's because that it's we're incentivized or like the news is actually making money telling that story. Yeah, and so th- there's a there's a cycle of.
2: I think it's probably people that are actually just not aware of the story itself, and that's like I think the best example is like everyone wants to be the party of science or everyone wants to share facts on Facebook, and nobody admits that actually we're just choosing. Based on various, like p- maybe innate tolerances for different, you know, uh, different um, narrative types, uh, which narrative to buy into and to share more, right? And nobody admits that. Like people think that the reason why they believe one thing and not the other is just because they're smarter, right? Right, and that's just <laughs> so dismissive <laughs> of everyone that disagrees with you, right? It's like half of canadians think that half of canadians are stupid that's a dangerous place to be in for trying to have a cohesive institution of canada right and well sorry you can go
1: ahead. i was just gonna say that it's 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 kind of troublesome that everyone can't talk either because even if you have different points of view how are we gonna like sure we got people giving us information here and giving us information here that means we have no information in some regard like we have lots but like they all disagree we with don't each have other, a cohesive so, yeah story. so we have to work as a community and i think us as a community are actually getting divided and that's one of the worst problems and also like one that that would probably be a conspiracy theory of itself like if we're going to mm. put on conspiracy <laughs> theories it's like divide and conquer right like mm. lots of people would say that right and if the people are divided then how are we supposed to come together and work together well, who to is,
0: who is conquering
1: a general society well it would it would probably be the government in that instance. Like if we're talking about this, like they're
0: yeah. they're. Well, I mean, this is this is a pretty old example. Is well, like, of no, course I
2: have an, I have a modern example because yeah. I buy into that entirely. I think that we have uh, we not so much more so in the states, but par- partly here and because of the example, I'll show how it's present in both. But we have the appearance of multiple parties that are not actually really representing different interest groups. And the best example is omnibus bills, which are. Again, it's not a conspiracy at all because it's obvious when you read certain bills that they try to pass that this is the case where you'll the title of a bill seems like something great like build housing for this bad community and then this is a a specific example that I've read recently and then the bill gets shut down by all the other parties because in the text of the bill it says but you have to do it with this company and all the workers have to be midgets and like everyone has to be left-handed right (laughs) and then all the other parties are like well I'm not going to vote for that because that's the stupidest bill I've ever read and then the other party gets to say to them look these people don't want to build houses for underprivileged people yeah. and and so there's no there's no parties actually trying to do anything because they proposed the bill knowing everyone would disagree with it, right. so, it so that's it's, just they, the kind of the throwaway bill yeah. to say well if you're not going to do that well, you'll at least do and, this and then at least one of those parties is always going to rotate and stay in power none of them actually have to do anything and all, it mat- right. all that matters is that people either feel like they lean one way or another to keep people you know voting people th- them in through like a steady cycle right right
3: yeah
0: exactly it's it's like a hyper almost like a hyper conservative cycle that like y- this is something i was thinking about the other day that like the, the thing that frustrates me most about modern liberalism is just how not liberal it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like it fundamentally there's just two conservative parties and th- th- that seems to be that, that that's the only possible outcome when you have countries the size that we have. Again, I, I think there's a, a really strong tie between the size of an institution and how much propaganda is going to be necessary to maintain a sense of cohesion within the system that it's sort of trying to lead. Right, like the bigger you are, the more the more you have to sort of use brute force because it's going to be impossible to actually have a, a direct relationship with all of the...
1: Because you're not even going to have that discussion with them kind of thing. So it's like, this is just how it is and they'll just give you the the answer, and you just take
0: it, or what? I mean, yeah, from my perspective, it's just like, okay, as... If you can even just start it from the smallest group of people. Like, you start out with a, with a club of, like, five guys, and it's easy to, to have some sense of cohesion because all of you have enough time to just talk with each other and make sure you're on the same page about what you're doing as a group. Mm-hmm. You expand that to double. Ten people, you might have some, like, second-generation communication, but there's still going to be a, a, a general sense of communication of, like, even if I'm only consistently talking to three or four guys, we're gonna at least generally know what the group wants to do. Yep. You get to 20 guys, it gets a little bit less, but there's still, again, like with two or three generations of, of interaction, we can still be more or less on the same page, and there's personal interaction happening across all of those, 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 those people, right? Mm-hmm. Once you get to like 100 people, then you, you have to start to implement st- different technologies like like documents or, or, or memos, because the only way to make sure that everybody's on the same page is to sort of compress the information that's necessary to like to bring the unity to the group to say what the group is doing put it on one page that they can all read make sure everybody reads it and then then you can kind of have your little mini discussions within that group this is a hundred I mean growing up in just watching this happen in churches and seeing the way different scales of churches operate you really see these these different group dynamics pop up and it's like once you get to the point of like a mega church like where it's like thousands of people, thousands and like 10,000 people. It's like there's n- that's not a group anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's more not or less one an event solid
1: group at least that has the decided minds right. together, right?
0: It's it's kind of amazing that that those churches managed to exist for long periods of time, but again, it's like I think some of them managed to have like levels of of connection that kind of branched down, but it becomes at that point it becomes you have to sort of market to your audience and it, rather than being you know a a leader so much that's leading a people that he knows and is like trying to or or even like a group of leaders le- leading uh, a people group in a particular direction it becomes you have to sort of become a populist as a leader right you have to start to kind of play to the people mm-hmm. uh and at that point it's like okay so then then you're just telling them what they want to know that becomes a fundamental part of your conversation you, with you your become conservative It becomes a very
2: strong conservative force. Right, because you're trying to conserve the
0: group. You're trying to preserve, conserve an actual cohesion to the group a bit, right? And so at that point, the story that you can get across to that many people gets smaller and smaller because... You have to make it simpler so that way everybody's on the same page, and you and you have to because even if it's a little bit complicated, if everybody's not on the same page, the group thins out a little bit. If you're trying to hold the whole thing in there, you have to make sure it's a really, really simple narrative everybody can get on so board. with. this everybody to knows me what this points
2: to the biggest issue that I see today. That's just like social interactions on the internet, right? It's like so thin. We we basically scaled communities up. Beyond mega church level, without any sort of institutional uh, documentation, like like you talked about, you like you create as as it scales up, you create sort of doctrines of behavior, um, you know, to 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 make sure it works. But there was like a sudden expansion of large community interactions with like no, I, I mean I, I think the the new problem that that is in the internet is with with total removal from like. In-person identity from like your your bodily identity, and then you it, it's just with uh, with too many people, um, and you I, I think p- individuals become conservative with their own opinions. So nobody changes their opinion on the internet, right? Everyone because you can always down. find
0: somebody that agrees with you. you yeah, can go join a group of people that, <laughs> exactly. that agree with you, and so you're not because a lot of incentive in so when, when you're participating in a group and the internet's not in the equation it's like there's something that you need about that. Like there's a greater sense of meaning about being part of a group, being part of a a church community or being part of some religious community or just being part of a club, doing something that like it gives meaning to your life. It's like it's important because it's fun. It's like it's exciting to go in and it makes everything that you do in life have meaning because you're doing it for the group and you're excited to tell the group about what you're doing, right? Like in these cases, when you actually have a group um, associated with, with what you're doing, Oh crap! My, I'm just brain farting here. <laughs>
2: Probably could have mm. a couple of these. <laughs> Sorry. But, um, in too deep. was <laughs> the thread? It was a. <sighs> I'll see if I can get back there in a it second. Too. But
0: yeah, well, may, maybe we can just pivot here for a second because I I, I want to see if we can if we can dig into our current moment a little bit. Well,
2: I I think my my question to to you as a, as a guest here would be like I think more than both of us you're bought into. Uh, engagement online and it's something that i you know struggle with you know the the temptation to do and then it feels generally my experiences i feel awful when i do it and then i try the next time to just like totally unplug constantly trying to like delete or like re-add facebook then just delete it like it's like constantly this struggle of like i hate this but it's such a big part of of it seems like the world today um and i don't know like like do you have any sort of struggles with that how does that how, like what are your sort of I think feelings like, on
1: that i think when i started like i didn't go about it the right way like i know how to word things so i'm being polite and still getting my point across i don't think i was very polite at the beginning and like that did cause me problems. And I was like, I was going on, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this person said this, and blah, blah. You know, it's so annoying. It's like, why am I letting this stress me out? Like, we're supposed to be, like, what we we're saying before, it's a community where we're talking. So right. I have more of a different perspective on it now. And it's like, my views may not be seen by other people. I'm willing to put myself out there. And, I, and a lot of times, like, feel ostracized by people they're not very kind about a lot of things right yeah. and so i'm willing to put myself out there and be like hey don't really care if you agree with me or not but i'm willing to talk about this and this is my my facebook or whatever right yeah. here's what i want to talk about here's an idea that i i i maybe vibe with or maybe jive with you know what i mean and yeah. and i'm i'm willing here to talk so and i'm not i'm actually not against changing my opinion i've gone online and i talked to people and like of course it doesn't happen all the time, right? If you have a firm belief in something or you and you've looked some things up and someone's talking about something maybe they haven't and they they got a basic answer or something and you're like, "Let's just go into this more." Sometimes people don't even want to go into it more and that can that can be annoying, right? But if we had that community aspect where we all taking each other as like a person like we we have a body you know what i mean we're a person if it was in person it wouldn't be the same we wouldn't be making all these like uh, snide rude comments or snarky comments right and i think that that's a big part of it so i try to act as if i'm with them in the room for the most part like Hmm. i'm not saying i haven't like said anything that doesn't seem like oh that's just him trying like he's trying to be nice like i'm i'm also a person with opinions and i'm also i'm not here to like i'm I'm no, like, professional who needs to say everything perfectly. Like, I'm a person, yeah. and you should be able to take what my opinion is and the way yeah. I'm saying it and know that I don't mean any harm by it. Like, I love yeah. everyone, and everyone's, I'm willing, I'm letting them disagree with me, and I'm, I have no problem with it. You know what I mean? I'm down for it. But if I think, like, something's going to hurt you or something's going to negatively affect your life, like, I'm willing to say it in the fact of me being hurt in the process. Like, some, like say your friends like dating someone and like they just suck you know i would be that person to be like hey that person sucks (laughs) and they wouldn't like that at first right but then like two weeks later they'd come back and they'd respect that i was actually willing to say that to them when no one else would say it to them right so i kind of take that that kind of route about it and I think it is hard to talk online with people, but
0: yeah. Okay. This is actually, I, as soon as we started getting back on this track, I I remembered where I was going again with the, with the community thing. so the the difference, and this is exactly what you're just talking about now is it's the difference between interacting with somebody online versus in person is that online, you can always just go somewhere else. If things aren't going your way, you can leave the conversation. You can go find more Mm -hmm. content when it's in person. And again, when, if the internet's not in the equation, if you're dealing with a real group. The only way you get to continue to participate in that group is if you find the line between have. I mean, you talked about like people respecting you because you have your own opinion. If you find that line between actually having an opinion and being willing to submit to the will of the group, mm-hmm. right? Like if you if you're too much of a too much of a loose cannon, then you just don't get to be part of the group anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, they, right? then they're not going to respect you at all because then it's just like you're just. Throwing things out left, right, and center, it's like you disagree with all the stuff that we're saying. Like here. You're not, you're, like, you're not part of this group yeah, actually. You're in the wrong
0: saloon here. You know, <laughs>
1: like you got, you got to find some people who agree with you. Or you know, which like, it, it's not us. So.
0: And again, when when you're when you're confined to just like where you could get, either by walking around originally or later on where you could drive to, your options for what groups you could participate in are limited. So you're much more incentivized to make it work, mm-hmm. to basically like. I, don't know, I feel like this just sprawls off into the, just the way we, we think about relationships in general at this point in history. It's like, because of the massive technological improvements we've made, even with travel, there's so much freedom to, if somebody doesn't see it your way, just go and be your own person. It's like, it's so much self-freedom, so much self-love, so much like self-acceptance. It's like, your way is probably the best. I mean, that that's sort of what... Here, now I'm going to get into a conspiracy. <laughs> like, if... Uh, there, There is a bunch of tangled wills in even the propaganda of the stories we've been told as kids telling everybody, like, just follow your heart. It's all about what you think. It's not about what the community, the community is wrong. You're right. Everyone else is wrong. That's, I feel like that was a message of, like, almost every cartoon I watched growing up, mm-hmm. right? That was such a prominent message. And fundamentally, if you follow that all the way, when when you grow up, you just become a, a, a crazy hippie, yeah. right? You become somebody that's not willing to take anybody else seriously because they're, I'm following my heart, right? My heart is leading me the direction. And, and the other side is that you're not processing things logically, which again, I, I don't think logic should be the only faculty that we process facts with. You should follow your heart.
2: I think you should also have a degree of of uh, the outside world. Like You need to not just interact with yourself. You need to interact with other people, yeah. and that takes... Um, you have, you just have to not you have to uh, look outwardly, um, and that requires you to negotiate and and deny yourself in favor of an outward right. interaction, which if you have a you know a log or a, a value system that says that it's always you, then you n- would never right. never do that.
0: Basically, then you get to go and do the Facebook group thing where you just go find somebody who agrees with you, and then you get rewarded for never. Listening, never giving in, never—you know—like giving in is kind of that's obviously the kind of the more negative way of saying it. But you'd never get rewarded for being a good sport, basically. Would be a yeah, way
1: of saying giving it. some ground, willing that for the right. you still be friends and stuff, right? Because you're trying, you're right. like, I'm out of here. Right. Well, I don't care about you people anymore, too, right? So that's a whole other whole other problem that would get caused by that, right?
0: It's it would be like a relationship of faith, though, with like if you have a community and you trust the community abstractly. It's like okay, if it even like this is what happens like when when you do something because it's like this is your family way of doing something. It's like you trust the spirit of your family. It's not that like you're trusting any particular person in the family. You're trusting the way, like having faith in that way of that family tradition, right? Mm-hmm. When you appeal to family tradition. Yeah, but, I hear that. Which like that's fundamentally the the opposite philosophical perspective of the you know the extreme conspiracy theorist. <laughs> but I mean, the, the, we're kind of. Building a straw man and, and pointing about you know how how dumb this position is. I want to talk more specifically about like what are some conspiracy theories that you personally buy into? Because I think you're a little bit further uh, leaning that direction than maybe I am, or Connor, although I think I definitely have a lot of sympathy for that perspective.
1: I actually wrote some
0: down. So okay,
1: I just figured it'd be easier, just because I can pick through. I think I think a lot of things are not true nowadays that we get told. So I, I figured I'd pick the ones. that You want to talk about? Okay. Right. Like um, I don't want to go too deep. We'll go later. We'll go, okay. Let's we'll <laughs> we'll save it. Later, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Like right now, I guess we shut down everything. Right. We've shut okay. down everything, Lockdowns. and we say it's for the health of the people but we just shut down 30% of small businesses. And that's like a huge amount of people's livings. And now we're just giving them government money and stuff. And this is literally what the conspiracy theorists, so to speak, said was gonna happen. Like they were like, well, like right now, like I would say the conspiracy theorists think that um, there's gonna be UBI, like universal basic income coming in. So this would be, this in their eyes would look like it's programming you to just get on the the government dollar, right? Right. that would be one thing um i think that the there's a lot of things like even like vaccines right now like they're getting they 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 say they have a fda like they're passed right they don't actually if you go on websites and stuff but this is what i mean about like the truth is there if you look like if you go on pfizer's website you can see that they only got an emergency pass and at the i can read the picture to you it literally basically i it's kind of like legal jargon, but I'm pretty certain from what it says that once the emergency order's up, so is the FDA emergency pass. So that's why I think that this lockdown will continue until they either get their number of vaccines that they want, or which I don't understand. But I'll get into that in a second. But they're they're either going to do that and they get the amount of vaccines that they want in people, and then I think that, like personally, like. I don't I don't agree with abortion. I'm not going to tell somebody what they can and can't do, right? But I don't I would suggest otherwise. But I think that once you get a vaccination, you're almost like um a woman who had an abortion, she's more likely to agree with that because of the the personal trauma the game, that right? and it's like if I agree yeah. with this, then I'm going against everything that I've done or like something but people are able to make mistakes and realize uh-huh. that that's, you know, not what I want to do, you know, maybe Maybe I made a mistake in the past, but that's that's not what I agree with. So I think that once you get a ton of people vaccinated, now you're going to have a pu- ton of people who are dead set on that that or ideology, the, yeah. right? Like the Pope came out saying that he yes, there's fetal cells in it, but I I've said Sorry, spoken there's to what? there's fetal cells, yes, aborted fetal cells in the vaccine. You can look it up like, if you, you want. Can
0: you look that up? That's mm-hmm. and that,
1: that's that's common knowledge. Yeah. That's just he. That. The, the, look up the pope when he said it. He said, "Yes, there is in there, but but God." Bas-, he basically says, "God's God okay with them. it." <laughs> yeah, <that's crazy. laughs> the, the pope is whack but you know. Uh, but he basically said, "Like, go look." There we go.
0: Okay, but was was he? Um, even if research. Let's see, fact check. Oh. Yeah. Um, go to fact check. Why not? Okay. Why
2: not? The second one.
0: Second one. And maybe see if you can zoom in a little bit because we can get a little bit clearer. Go add. Oh, gosh. Allow ads. Oh, allow ads.
2: Oops. Oh. Ad free. They're going to make you pay. They're going to pay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, crap.
0: Okay. So wait, this is... Okay, gosh. Did you know <laughs> you Go to the one? other website. This yeah. is not working.
2: I have way, I can, okay. way more sympathy for like the like producers on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> are trying to do this this. Is hard, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. So th- there's no fetal cells in the vaccine. They were researched using, um, potentially using,
0: even if the vaccine's research or production involves using cell lines using derived cells. from aborted fetuses, giving the grave danger of the pit. given given the grave grave danger of the pandemic okay so it was okay because we were in grave danger yeah so it was like a trade-off which I mean I I
2: can I can I can understand the justification process but I mean and this is where I would I would agree like metaphorically with the concern but not with the specifics where I think that we like live in like like I think we live in a society that has a collective like mental disorder of control. Like we're like obsessively controlling. And when it stretches to too many people, you like can't like this is just a decision made for everyone. And I agree with like individuals' right to make these decisions based on what's acceptable in given different scenarios. And I think we're making decisions for too many people based on that. And that's like sort of the, symbolic agreement that i would have with generally the the mistrust of this without you know having to identify a specific plan in place that's using all of this for anything
1: mm-hmm. i i just find it like if if fetal cells are becoming a product i have problems with that you know what i mean like if they're using them people are buying People are buying these things, right? To you have to pay f- for these things to go in the vaccine. You're not just getting them for free. I would assume. I, I, like, what? oh, what? What? I would assume that you have to. Like, they're not just free fetal parts. Like that, someone's getting right. Like they're not just like, oh, well, we just have these lying
0: around. Okay. You, know, you can all. All of these headlines look look terrifying to me. What What is it saying? It says, I saw one that said vaccine ingredients, fetal cells. I think that was the top one. <laughs> Wait, okay. What on earth?
4: What cells are we talking about here? Like, is it stem cells?
2: I that would be my assumption. Probably. Because stem, stem cells are
4: used in a lot of cancers. That's something that you can take out. Um,
2: yeah, you don't have to. Like, this doesn't have to be like a dead baby. Yeah, to, I was going to gonna extract say like you can cells. donate
4: that. You can donate that. Like, if you have a healthy birth, I'm pretty sure you can donate that, and then. I would just say, if there's an aborted baby and they're able to donate that, I guess why not?
1: Yeah, I think you can get those stem cells from the um, placenta as well. Yeah, so you wouldn't same, yeah. need to actually have it from um, uh, the, the the fetal cells, right? I wouldn't. I don't know if they consider those well, fetal cells. Yeah, as Well, yeah, ha- right? you have like, to ask. What
0: is just fetal cells is that a category that
2: includes the placenta and includes just any any cells?
1: Yeah, that's. That's a question.
3: That well, I and,
2: and I think this is sort of my point is like these are all a lot of like f- facts that like a lot of people just have to do. S- like you have to act in the world before you can know all the facts. Right. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe, maybe we do have to trust institutions more. Or we have to trust that we have certain people that aren't going to trust them. And I just, I, I have grace for people that, Will just trust them based on other like that they don't have the capacity for not. Yeah. Um,
0: well, fundamentally, it's you, you're you're forced into a situation like th- th- this is the world that we're living in is so much bigger than than it used to be, and and I'm saying used to be like hundreds of years ago, but even like a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. like the the amount of the earth, the amount of people. Ideas atmosphere the amount of in general the size of the world that we have access to and that we're basically forced to process on some level or another is way way more than it's ever been and so in order to deal with that massive amount of of information you have to basically swallow the pill of trusting trusting some narrative Mm -hmm. right you have like a narrative would just be a compression of the data into something that's more more intelligible right. And so as soon as you're willing to do that on any level, there's potential for you to be deceived.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: What is it we just
1: pulled up here?
2: No, the one above. I'm opposed uh, to abortion. uh, Embryotic stem cells. So they donate eggs. And I'm guessing eggs and sperm are donated to a lab. They fertilize them not in the womb and then extract the stem cells. Which is like, this is like... What is that? Like <laughs> what do you do with that? Though, I mean this whole
4: site is them. talking like, about Are the you ethics making the child
1: it. just outside of the womb at this point? Or are you I think that's what well, like, saying, that's kind w- of
2: Well, I guess this is the this is the abortion argument, which I'm I'm somewhat anti abortion in symbolically the narrative of it, but <laughs> I don't think technically I'm anti abortion. <laughs> in the sense that like I, I think that when i think you make a trade-off like there's a power transfer that we give to women in a sense that's like if you do this you can if you if you you know you get to exchange motherhood for all sorts of power in this like you know market economy or something that's a, I, I think a, a false or it's like it's very uh uh like kind of to what you're talking about it's very self um very solipsistic it's very much like a I can sacrifice my relationship to something else for how I feel could potentially feel about myself. I think there's a lot in the narrative around you know abortion and the, those rights that I am uh, you know questioning of. But I think that like technically, I don't think anyone's making that trade-off decision in this scenario. Right?
0: You're gonna have to spin that out a little bit slower. I, I feel like there was a lot like, what, like
2: I, I think that there's the the bad. The bad narrative that's given to, like, young women is, like, that there's a trade-off of power in this, like, super amazing market economy or motherhood, right? And it's, like, if you, you know, if you have an abortion, you you know, you, you basically sacrifice a child to yourself in a symbolic sense that you you have all this potential that would be ruined by a child and that's I believe a bad narrative yeah, to spin yeah. but that's right. and that's why that would be why I would sympathize with a you know anti abortion perspective but I think that's absolutely nothing of the trade off that's being done here I think we have you have lots of eggs and if you can donate them like, there's no trade-off of mother... Like, nobody's not having a kid because they're donating these.
4: Well, actually, it's the complete opposite. So these, if you read more of it, it says that these are coming from IVF labs. So these are people, men and women, who are going to labs and saying, "I we can't make a baby with our bodies. We would like the lab to make a baby. They have to have so many. Like, it's all about statistics and that. They take right. so many eggs, so many sperm, and so many get fertilized. So the ones... That so they these, don't use. There's only going to be one that's successful. So, and this they'll is actually an extremely
2: pro life lab. Exactly. It's like <laughs> literally I, trying yeah. to create life. And then, as well, a side it's not, effect. I'm,
4: I would say it's not wasting life.
2: Yeah. So, right. they
4: created these eggs that were fertilized, but they're not going to use them. But we are going to use them for research yeah. and for vaccines.
2: And pro life for then the life of people that can receive the vaccines, I guess. Right. So, the, the problem is that
0: as soon as you start fleshing these these like you, you you can you can kind of latch onto a story about a a general abstract they out to get us right and it's like they're doing this look at this whole, like you can you can build all the like this is like a little page in in the narrative about the the evil they that's out to get us right mm-hmm. and that, hopefully, hopefully that's not a confusing word just saying no but yeah. that, that, that that's so a common agree. like yeah. you know always within the conspiracy theory it's like they're doing this and it's who's they right yeah but and you can attach like little little details like this to those stories, but there's multiple ways of spinning it. Obviously, that's a pretty compelling narrative you just told Sarah. As far as like, <laughs> I mean, this is a, mm-hmm. this could be viewed as a incredibly pro-life uh, mm-hmm. contribution yeah. or, or using these cells and stuff like that that way as well. But it's just that I I, I think that when. When we do this, when we when we talk, when we I mean, even when you just point to this as like as sort of evidence of the evilness of the like the government is kind of is a good catch-all for it, but it's like I think it's it's getting at something deeper where it's almost like a religious impulse where it's like in the world when we know there's bad stuff going on, in order to process that we have to tell a bit of a story about reality. Again, this is the one one of the ways we compress that data. And so it becomes sort of, and this is like even the, there was the show Mythbusters, right? Like, like myth, that, that's a word that's generally kind of frowned on or it's like looked at as mm-hmm. like kind of laughed off. as like if you believe in a myth, false. right? Myth yeah. just means false yeah. to us, which is a, a huge warning sign to me, right? Mm-hmm. Because previously what myth, I think part of what it was supposed to be for, maybe you can look this up too, is that a myth is basically a just a compressed history. It's like it's more true, right? It's more. It's it's rather than having you know libraries full of the data of your culture and like all of the little the details of the story, you have something passed down to you that you can actually understand the story. It
2: explains the mysteries of nature. You know, what else tries to do that? Science. (laughs) Wow. We so we have these two technologies, and for some reason we have this dichotomy of one or the other, right? Um, and we, we don't uh, tend to admit when we we, we, we overvalue one and then people don't admit when they use the other. Right. Whereas like well, and, that's, point, and that's why I, I I'm have compassion for conspiracy theories because I think mythologically a lot of them are true, right. even if not technically. And there, we're in this moment where mythology is like a suppressed part of
0: our brain that we've all evolved to know how to use. Like, mythology is a deeply the par- part of the way that we think. But mythology has kind of been said, oh, mythology just, just means lie. And so now in order to make sense of myth, we have to try to pitch it in scientific language. And so we start to do things, like I, I was watching some guy the other day talk about, like, crystals and energy and electromagnetic... Like, they start to try to use some sciency words like electromagnetism and like the crystalline structure and like the n- knowing a couple of different... Si- just like oh, I, I know what sodium is. I, I could talk about elements. Yeah. And it's like, th- there's this mixture of like, of kind of doing a bit of a smoke show of like, okay. Because that's usually what's happening when a, when a scientist is telling you what the science means anyways, yeah. is that they're compressing a lot of very technical scientific information into something that you could process, which isn't the science.
1: Mm. Yeah. Like,
0: I'm not a scientist. I couldn't, if you were to give me the scientific data, I could not interpret it. Mm. What I want from a science sci- scientist is actually a myth. So I,
1: you can understand it correctly.
0: Exactly, I want them to compress Famous all of that in data strand. into something that I could that I could that I could follow. Yep. But like, yeah. So the, what I saying there, there's this impulse of okay, there's obviously bad shit happening in in reality, and especially in moments like like this, where it's just obvious. Everybody is having mental health issues. Everybody, almost everybody who owns a business is getting screwed over. Like, there's a lot of obvious problems, and it's like, how do you deal with this complex of a problem there's hundreds and hundreds of obvious problems all around us how do we tie that up into a cohesive narrative
2: yeah well and, so, and what you're saying is a myth, myths are the primary tool for solving moral issues right. essentially
4: but you know what else is blame right
2: mm-hmm. well that's for for mitigating moral yeah, responsibility right it's it's right. it's for
0: for getting rid of the the personal responsibility to deal with issues is that you need to have a scapegoat to well, play. Well and I
2: think yeah. I think everyone playing like you were talking about like the crystals they try to play a scientific game. So I think science at the very start wasn't honest about what it was or wasn't and now everything else to get credit has to pretend to be science. Right, exactly. And <laughs> we end up in this like problem because science
0: got us so far and then suddenly it was like science is the only the only useful technology. Yeah. Right like anything other like storytelling is considered something that's childish and and childish is a word that's considered like <laughs> yeah. That's considered bad as opposed to like within a Christian perspective and and even just within like a, a Psychological perspective children can see the world more fully and with more detail than a grown-up can right there Even even when it comes to literal vision when you, when you're a child you actually see more of the world hmm And then as you as you get older you are and and this is but is is
1: that a is that a is that a factor of being in this world like if we were just let people be like creative and stuff and not push these i don't like societal things on them maybe they we would keep those like abilities so to speak i I don't think so or, or does it just happen where it changes as you grow up and like now you have yeah. to take more responsibilities in certain areas
0: and now you don't have time for this or well, what? Like- I think this is part of the utility of family and of community again, where it's like when you're forced to interact with people who have drastically different perspectives, then you can, then you can have basically a wider perspective on the problem, you can see it from multiple angles mm-hmm. and then you can kind of extract, you can extrapolate a more true understanding of that story. But, and, and like, so if you have children seeing the world from a childish perspective, which again, childish shouldn't be a derogatory word, and you know, old men seeing it from an old man it's, perspective. It's
2: liberal and conservative perspectives, right. right? They need to then interact th- within the family to create balance, right? To create existence, essentially, in between stagnation it's and
0: ideological diversity, yeah. basically. Yeah, <laughs> diversity is built and into it's the, the family given unit. Given to us
2: by, and I think I actually <laughs> this is a weird thing I've been thinking about, but like, like my mom told me the other day that the uh, there's. I uh, don't remember the number she she was in a uh she's a teacher and she was in a uh a session where they were teaching her about her pension and there's like it was do you remember the number say it was like I want to say 20 or 50 retired teachers in Ontario over 100 years old
4: oh yeah quite a big number like, I'd say like maybe 15 yeah. 20 so
2: so like they've been retired for longer than they were working so we like I think partly like we're talking earlier. There's a c- problem where we have overly conservative institutions. We have an overly old population.
1: I wouldn't even say it's conservative. I think conservative nowadays is way different than like I would say conservative it would be seen as conservative to liberal people nowadays. But I would say liberalism is way far left, or you can say it's way far right. Like it depends on. <laughs> well, there's like, it's a circle. It's a, the extremes uh, end up in theory. the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I would say conservatism like is isn't about conserving the group it's about conserving our um our morals and our rights and so to, like a lot of those little societal things right i don't think it's necessarily about conserving the so-called group i just in mean like the bigger terms
2: in, in patterns stagnant or like wanting to not change like challenging change would be a conservative perspective and desiring change yeah. would be a even just the like definition there
0: pulled up here is just commitment to tradition traditional values and ideas with opposition to change or innovation so it's generally just just restrictiveness so th- th- like for, that's a, like almost a philosophical definition yeah not of not a political
2: right? definition because like, the
0: conservative party some uh, at this point there's been sort of an inversion sort of again because i think at at this point with the size of the countries that we have both parties are, are fundamentally very conservative and to basically <laughs> the only way to be sort of liberal is to be uh, somewhat libertarian or whatever right Mm -hmm. libertarian is like liberty liberty as far as the the political spectrum is concerned right yeah
1: i i just i don't think that conservatism now means keeping traditional values and ideas i think they're actually taking the new ideas and stuff like back in the day like conservatism was about like um what's it called it's about like no abortions yeah yeah we we don't support gay people the stuff like that like i'm not like saying, social
2: conservatives
1: well. well exactly right and i'm not trying to say that those things are wrong i don't think you should be hating on gay people or anything right yeah. but like they're now coming out with like lgbt as a movement is different than gay people like i have gay friends and they don't they don't a lot of them don't support this movement because it's actually just a bunch of minorities coming together but, and going hey we need people I, to agree, I agree with us that, but that's why
2: i think lgbt the movement actually does nothing it is a red herring. For a conservative mm-hmm. party that doesn't want anything to change, there's, old, there's it's old people that want to stay in power and they want to k- appear to change without actually changing. And that's right. why they're actually so conservative. It's,
0: it's, it's using using liberal movements as a poster, as a, as a manipulative propaganda piece in order to get people to trust Right, so they can system. they can
2: propose the bill, like I said. So the same bill I t- I brought up earlier, but now it's for LGBT housing. We want to build LGBT housing, but it has to be built by enslaved chimpanzees. Is also in the bill. It's like so that person that party now Wait, gets to what? appear. That's, this is real. This no, is, I'm this making is an example, okay. but it's it's an example of a party that now appears to be pro, like the, a progressive. They're pro LGBT. They've right. proposed so they to building the, housing. The optics of having the, yeah. we just proposed a bill yeah. that has to but, do with it, but they. With full knowledge that nothing's going to change, and they're going to be able to get voted in because of it, right? So yeah. they're conservative.
1: I, 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 would feel like the the people who are voting conservative, which are conservatives, so to
0: speak, and the actual party behind it have a totally different view of what conservatism totally is, too, right? right. Because again, you get this 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 um, populism where it's just you're you're mm-hmm. playing to a certain group where you're. But again, that happens whenever you're that disconnected from the people. It's like mm-hmm. when you're at this point, like. As far as people that are like directly interacting with me on a daily basis and that being a generation I think my president or even like you said Doug Ford is probably a couple generations away from as far as like people ever interacting with mm-hmm. but like as far as like on a day to day basis interacting with Doug Ford that's probably just thinking about it, probably like five generations away Maybe. well
2: I've, I've met and interact with Will Boma. Mm -hmm. you have met but again
0: this is about like day-to-day yeah like like actually caring about the person. i sent him an
2: email there's a difference
0: between like an acquaintance and a friendship like a friendship i think i would consider that like a friendship generation maybe that's just to kind of tamp down on yeah so like i
2: know someone that probably interacts with them more frequently right that i interact with you know pre-covid once a week post-covid if 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 online interactions don't count, never. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think they yeah, should. Online count, yeah, online interactions shouldn't count.
0: I don't think. I mean, at this point, we're finding out probably as far as people that we're still interacting with during COVID, it's like that's that's where you've figured out yeah. who your real friends are. Well, so, so that's, I think I even like this is Sorry, did my. You, uh, did you want
2: some of this? Uh, no, I'm, I'm like I've still got some. a beer. I'm good. This is my like I'm I'm resistant to be so, but I am pretty anti-lockdown primarily because of this that especially because of the lockdown i am even more removed from the people choosing to continue the lockdown so now i have actually no like whereas before i would like go to church and people at church knew will boma who is a mpp so he meets with uh Doug ford now i don't even have that interaction right. we think we do because we right. like watch We've a dissolved stream even further but the like little community that we had left yeah, there's not really so like it's I, I think the the real concern that I have with the lockdowns is that it's limited us to this like internet interaction, which is only the facade of interaction, and now right. we're like that's the worst. Totally part. isolated. Is, is the,
0: okay, so in, in the same way that I would say that the the most of the, the most liberal politicians are masquerading, or they're just conservatives masquerading as liberal, social media is just entertainment masquerading as, as community as social right? yeah. Yeah. it's it's fundamentally not social it's, it's the lie is right in the title it's not social mm-hmm. and i think that those problems came along way before the
1: lockdowns even but now right. they are yeah. just even have well now now just, yeah. now some
0: some pressure went on our system and we saw it kind of it's really just a an apocalypse which is like a revealing yeah. showing exactly how weak our system was
2: yeah I, it's like you used to engage with people maybe maybe 20% or probably that's even high 10% of my interactions were online now maybe like probably not mine but like 90% of most people's interactions are online right like that's a drastic social experiment <laughs> yeah, like of their like mine the 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 thing that has my name above it was above or below the thing that has your name above it. Yeah. Right, right. It's like whether that's an interaction at all, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think it's a lot easier for people to hide behind those things too. Like if you're trying to have a deep conversation with someone and you can't see their facial expressions, you can't see their body right. language, mm-hmm. which is like, the fundamentally why
0: would, I wanted to do this. Yeah, right, because this changes the whole dynamic of. Of unpacking an idea
2: well that's what like I see like you and my dad interact all the time and it's so (laughs) tough for me because I like both of you and I don't interact with either of you online very much and you guys interact with each other almost entirely online and I actually have this impression that neither of you know each other at all neither of you know the version of each other that I know where I know like I think my dad is especially a tough issue on the internet because he is inherently more uh he's sort of controversial he'll like poke at people he'll like ride the line of being sort of offensive but he's i don't know in in person he's kind of like a a fun guy so like he really gets away with it online he doesn't realize that he doesn't get away with it as much as he has for you know 60 years right he's Mm -hmm. gotten away with it for 60 years suddenly the entire uh the entire uh, substrate that he interacts on is different. And he hasn't realized yet that it's like, he's not able to, you know, have his body language of being a nice guy with his words of poking at people. Right. And I think you sort of do the same thing where you have like this, you're like a, a, just a nice guy that you get this, there's just a spirit of a person that's part of their body that you see in person that when you're online, I just don't feel like you have represented in the way that I know you.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. I think, I think you and our dad, your dad actually, we both understand that to be honest, at some level, like your dad reminds me of a lot of the older guys at construction sites and stuff, you know, and I, I kind of vibe with it. At first, I was like, oh, why are you saying? You know, I'd get a little offended. I'd be like, you realize you're being rude, but then I realized, like, no, you're just trying to have a little fun in these conversations. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to have a little fun mm-hmm, too. So right. that takes a lot more-
2: but that's the community that i'm concerned for. so we've shut down construction. now are these people just interacting online where they just <laughs> seem like dicks? Yeah. right? Uh, these are all <laughs> right. people that we used to we used to put <laughs> right. in, in daily communities. You don't realize
0: how much of your communication is happening outside of the your verbiage like the words that you're using only account for like an extremely small percentage of the actual communication that's taking place when you're Mm -hmm. talking to somebody right Mm -hmm. like that's why i was totally confused even when i was reaching out or when i was reaching out to you and i was like and connor said nice message i was like
2: what (laughs) like we all know each other in uh, various degrees but still online it's like we couldn't quite read it
0: yeah it's it's so so misleading right Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure.
4: I think it's a big feature too of male interaction of being like a little bit of a roast mm. as well. Whereas yeah. like, I don't think females right. have that so much. And when it's posted online so publicly, it's like kind of even more shameful or even mm. more forward.
1: Especially if other people don't understand it, exactly. right? I totally get that. But but then like when I'm talking, I, I just really feel like I love talking to older guys, like especially mm-hmm. at work. Like they're some of the coolest guys to talk to and they'll tell you the coolest stuff because they've lived for so long and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I think your dad and I and have like a, a level of respect for each other because we're willing to have these discussions and stuff. And you know, at the end of the day, like your dad can have whatever opinions he wants. Like, I think he's doing the Lord's work out there. He's got a <laughs> soup kitchen going. Like, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. I'm, uh, by all means, yo, say what you want. Like, if you
0: feel <laughs> like God's leading you to do that, like, I, I, by all means, you know, but like the I, thing is, in those interactions where you guys are like you say something, I feel like probably part partly partly because you got to speak the truth and you feel convinced of something and you feel like convicted. You got to say this and partly probably to get a rise out of Terry. <laughs> I, and wh- as soon as you get into that engagement, what should happen there again and what happens face to face is that there's a whole world of communication that happens when you're looking at somebody's face. Yeah. And you grind down an idea, you f- you push back and forth and you find exactly that that level where you're both you know, you you figure out what's too far. But with when you're communicating on the internet, it's such a blunt tool of communication. Mm-hmm. You smack back and forth. There's there's um what's that um Oh, there's like a there's like a philosopher who talks about the um the back and forth of conversation being there's a particular name for it rhetoric Well, there's rhetoric, but then there's uh, there's something specifically it, I think it starts with an h, but it's just this concept of the of the back and forth of um oh gosh, I, I forgot it maybe it'll come to me later. I you can find know. it. okay, yeah <laughs> do you want want to jump to your next next guy on the list? I mean I, I want to try and Ed sort through a couple of these just, just for fun.
1: Well, another conspiracy theory would be masks for me. Okay. If you look up like... Actually, you want to just pull this guy up? Yeah, yeah, sorry. So like masks themselves, I don't believe that they work. I use masks at work all day long and I do drywall and I know that stuff gets in there. Like I have caked stuff all over my face, like a little piece of nylon. And if you look it up, there's like... It's like... The way to describe it is in if we want to make a myth about it, the, you know, break the science down is you're shooting a BB through a chain link fence. The the masks are only meant to stop a certain size of particle, and supposedly COVID is way smaller than that. So, like they're saying that it's droplets and stuff, and it's like, well then why do you shove a q tip way up into my face and not let me spit into something? Like there's things that don't, you know, correlate and stuff. But the the mask thing I think is really terrible mostly for children because children it's so important for them to see facial features they they have to see facial features they have to know it there's a there's um, a test on i think it's called like blank face or something i, I don't know what it was but the basically the children don't know how to make the faces to, to show their emotions and that's from people wearing masks around mm-hmm. them all the time and you can say like well if their mom's not doing it you know yeah. if you're yeah. just home with their mom it's like but it's a lot about like you have to see all different emotions and your mom's not going to show you and all
4: different, different races as well yeah. that's a big one
1: yeah, yeah. well yeah exactly for because sure. you
0: build an, because even what what is a smile it's like it's not a particular way of putting your lips that like that i do or that you do it's an abstraction. It's almost a myth about what happiness is, what the shape it takes when it's on your face, right? <laughs> that's kind of funny. Right? So it's, it's not a, an exact particular shape that your mouth has to make. It's an approximate sort of story you tell with your face. Yeah. Right? And everyone's got a different one, right? Yeah. And, and the fact that everyone has a different one is what gives you the ability to abstract a, a general principle of what a smile is, right? If you just see your mom make a certain face at a certain time, then like, you might just think that's your mom. Mm-hmm. But like, if you can see, a as soon as you recognize a pattern of consistency, whenever you, whenever people make that sound of like laughing and they seem to be generally on the same page, uh, and they do this expression, there's there's a correlation there. It's like uh, children are especially good at at finding and look, looking for patterns, right? Yeah. And building like new pattern recognition. I'm I'm wondering about. I mean, this is an obvious cost of of wearing masks is that kids, you you sort of stunt their their developmental growth, but I mean, that people say all the time, like kids are surprisingly resilient. I, I don't, I, obviously that's, that's a big problem. I I, th- I kind of think kids are going to make it through this.
2: I th- I think they're going to, especially. <laughs> what if, do you if, mean? You know, like I, like I, the I, human race isn't going to die out. Yeah, no, I'm, no? I'm saying,
0: I, I don't think that <laughs> even their, their neurological development is, is going to be noticeably um, like, it's like, th- there might be like a year behind or whatever, but it's like everyone was in it. At at the same time, so it's like it's well, not going to
2: kids be. as a whole, but certain individuals might be okay. traumatically impacted by it's this. Interesting. That's yeah, more possibly.
1: so. That's more so what I'm talking that about. Makes more sense. Yeah. You know, like there's there's certain kids who will they won't grip that. Like the the like what you're talking about, learning what a smile is. There's also fake smiles, like when people give you like a smile and they're like, oh, like this is my smile, and like they're just trying to like bullshit you you know and And it's like you have to know the little subtle details in people's faces and stuff and there's that's a critical thing to learn when you're younger so i don't think this will go on for super super long time that to the point that that's going to affect too many kids but it's definitely one of the problems there and i i think it's it's not just in children i think it really affects our conversations in in Mm -hmm. public right like like some people will wear their masks outside and stuff. And like there was, I was at one of the no more lockdowns thing, right? Just on the road, just like honking, like whatever, let yep. you, let us know that you want no more lockdowns, right? Yep. It's not a mass thing or whatever. There was a guy there just, he was on the road, just trying to antagonize. He got a, he got a camera and he was literally calling us all these names and stuff like this. And he was putting in people's faces and the guy, like, I don't know, like, that's not, that's not helping anyone. Like if you're trying to be out here, be like, be safe. Like, I don't know, I can't, I can't, I don't know, I can't mess with that, like, I think it's a little ridiculous for someone to to go to that extent, especially when you're outside, it's a little, I don't know, I just don't, I don't agree with the fact that our immune systems aren't working, like, I think our, like, I think I have a very strong belief in God, and I think that if God made us, he made us perfect for the most part, you know, like, you you can say that there's generations throughout, right, and we have, like, I don't know, so-called generational problems or generational curses, however you want to say it, right? Like curses doesn't mean someone goes, oh, I curse you, you know what I mean? Like with a wand or something. Sure. Like it's just something that, you know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. your uncle drank, your father's yeah. father drank and then you picked it up and-
2: You so. use a lot of technology. So like just in, in pushing back on your like, God made us perfect contact con, uh, comment, comment yeah. you use like a lot of technology, right? Like, your clothing is a technology. Fundamentally, the first technology was clothing. Right, that, right? at least mythically speaking. Yes.
0: That, that's what the Genesis story tells Stories us. story is that,
2: that right? we wore clothing yeah. as a, right. as a, as a mean it. to extends, extend ourselves, you know. And, and I, I think there's, a I guess, a, there is some truth to that as I'm thinking about it in that the, that was part of the fall was our need to augment ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I think there's part of the reality that there was a need to do I don't know if the sin was wearing clothes wasn't a sin in the story it was an augmentation that was needed because of a sin
4: shame Mm mm-hmm
1: Right. I I just I think that I I understand what you're saying with that, but I would say these technologies are different. They're actually taking us it away from what it is to be human. To use like if you have access to, to, to technology all day and you can get any answer you want, are you really thinking like like it's good to have it? Like it's like a book you could look at, right? But once you stop actually thinking of yourself, like if you always ask your phone, like what's this, what's this, what's this, yeah, what's this, yeah. what's this, like
2: yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of the immune system, like we have a lot of technologies built outside of ourselves that are, I would actually say are, are our immune system. V- vaccines are part of the human immune system in that we have, you know, it's like you're, you're you're actually, the bacteria in your gut is not made by your DNA. You don't share DNA. It's, it's actually an external life form that lives as a part of you. It's a technology that humans has well, inhabited yeah. for digesting food. We have done that with lots of things, including, you know, vaccines. So to say that we should just leave our immune system alone the way god made it i think would like i, th- I think that's just an arbitrary line that you're drawing
1: i uh personally have never been vaccinated in my life with anything i got tetanus shot one time and they put in two other with it i i think you have to get it with one other but then there's one that you get it with three i asked for the least possible anyways I'm literally one of the most healthy people I know. And I have a friend who also is unvaccinated. He's always, like, he's super healthy, right? So mm-hmm. when I have problems, like, they go away so quickly. Okay, like health,
2: I- health is not, so, so we know that electricity is working because the lights are on. We know electricity is not working because the lights won't turn on. We know that health is working because of the absence of sickness, right? So you're, you're using the absence of sickness as a sign of health that is part of the extended technology of human health so you can't you can't say that because you specifically hasn't been vaccinated that you haven't benefited from the technology applied to human health as well yeah, well, I mean, yes.
0: there is a, like there's such a like thing. You're, like you're using immunity, the absence
2: right? of something as the evidence of something, which is it, with health, it's especially hard to make those connections because your health is the just the absence of sickness, and there's lots of reasons for the absence right. of sickness.
0: Yeah, if you live in a community that doesn't have, like, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of terrible sicknesses you can get from mosquitoes in certain jungles in Africa, right? But we don't have those because. Well because the
1: vaccine of, just puts it in you first, no? Right? It puts it in you, but it doesn't let it go through the systems it's yeah. supposed to, which but, but, is your epidermis, the, which is your biggest organ. Of
0: the people that going there, like there's people that are going there and then that through a couple of generations of interaction might interact with me. And because of the technology of them having a vaccine and not getting it, it doesn't spread to me.
1: And that's well that's that's a hard thing to figure out because you don't actually know have whether how uh, are you are you fundamentally or, against vaccines like do you do you think- i i'm not i'm not against i'm i'm like for myself personally like i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna get them i don't i don't see a benefit in them personally i i've been fine without them if you know knock on wood that that's not anecdotal you know but i would say that if
0: but i mean if you're not fundamentally. I mean, there's a lot of. I'm not things against
1: that, that, other people getting them,
0: right? But you said that you you haven't got any of the sicknesses that you would need to be vaccinated for, um, but there's a reason that you're not getting them. What? Well, you're talking as it's herd immunity, right? No, I'm I'm saying like what is the turnoff about vaccines? Like, I mean, I have my own concerns about vaccines and, and like in general, and then about some specific ones. But yeah the, uh, what's your the heavy
1: metals in them, they don't need okay. those in them. They say it's to like generate they don't need an immune them in response. That? It's to hit you with a heavy immune response, so you'll kick right. the the yeah. You'll get I mean that makes sense there. to
0: me, but how would you get around
1: that? Like, how would you you would just the... take it in through your systems that you're supposed to take it in through, which is your biggest organ, which is your epidermis and your airways and all these things, instead of just getting it straight into your bloodstream, right? And okay, and, and there's a... but the, the point a, of
0: it is that if if it's injected with a with a heavy metal and it's a small enough like the the idea is that they they give you a small enough amount of the sickness that you wouldn't basically you wouldn't have an immune response normally, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's the only way that they have of ensuring or being as close to ensuring as they can that you won't actually get the sickness that they're giving you, right? They want to give you such a small amount of it that you're not going to have, you know, get the sickness and have it take over your body. Well,
4: if we're talking about the COVID vaccine specifically, it's more so that this one won't multiply. So COVID in your nose will multiply like insanely fast and that's what causes... A charm in your body, mm-hmm. but the vaccine is the virus, but it will not multiply. So well, it's just an amount that you. The, can. the
0: vaccine, the vaccine. So the vaccines to- in general. Totally let, 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 yeah, let's talk about that in a second, because vaccines in before COVID, this is a new a new technology we're experimenting where the RNA is directly injected into you, whereas usually, I so I don't know that much about chemistry or biology, but I think RNA is basically just the duplicating. Um, it's like it's the duplicator for DNA. It's like a bus between buildings like travel. Sure. Information yeah. But it, or, or it's yeah, it's like, it's like a it's like a mold. It's like it it goes on to the DNA and figures out kind of makes a makes a mold of it figures out the structure of it and then it goes into other and, and it makes copies of it. Right. It's not the DNA itself but it's the copy maker of the DNA. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the the, the the COVID vaccine I think they, they yeah ribonucleic acid dioxyribonucleic acid is DNA. Um, so RNA is the is the the duplicator. They inject that directly into you, so they can they can duplicate the the antibodies for um, getting rid of COVID. But we're talking before about about heavy metals, right? The the reason that you need to have a heavy metal in a vaccine is because they want to give you a small enough amount of the sickness that you won't have that it won't actually take over your body and kill you. But in order to get your body to actually recognize it as something harmful, they have to basically put a, like a red alert signal in along with it. And the mm-hmm. the, the most Easiest way they have of doing that is a heavy metal. It's an obvious sign. This shouldn't be here. So your body immediately basically comes down and investigates that. That general area and says, oh, uh, I wouldn't have caught this otherwise. But here's this actually this bad cell. We should make some antibodies for this.
1: Yeah, we so with the previous vaccines, it's different than this one. This one, I would never. We'll get into that. The other the previous ones, I don't think that they would cause many problems in fully grown adults. I think that they for sure cause a lot of problems in young children. I think that there, there's a lot of reasons. They actually took it off the website for can you look
0: up vaccines causing issues with kids. They took out off their
1: website. Um, who puts out WHO? It was a while ago. I was looking at they, someone who puts the vaccines out. They took off the it doesn't cause autism off their website. Like the official people okay. took it off. We I know the
0: autism it, stuff. Maybe, um, maybe we should look that up because I I well, I have. I know a
4: lot about autism. Okay. <laughs> so what do, what do you want to know? <laughs> no, no the,
0: the specifically the like there are some people and again there's communities that have formed around this because probably due to modern technology for community forming, that a lot of people deeply believe, especially a lot of um, particularly, well, okay, I'm not gonna single anybody out. There, there's a lot of people that believe that that there are there are strong links between vaccines and getting autism, mm-hmm. and some. There are some people that are really close to me in my life that believe this, and and
4: getting autism, you don't get autism. You okay, can you explain
0: autism. that? How does that, it's just you just it's, are born with it?
4: Yes, yeah, it's a neuro like uh, what do you call it? Developmental disorder.
1: Okay, is it not it true that it's come like heavier? Like there's way more people with it now? Or
0: are you just yeah? That's a you just diagnosis.
2: Uh,
4: our yeah, our it's diagnostic because- criteria is way better, and we're getting more people help.
0: It's okay so th- th- there's two sides to the way you can spin that narrative too like it- and and this is true of almost all of like because you could say well are we having more people with mental health issues at this point are we having more well, people with depression um, autism lately? is not
4: a mental health no no, no issue. I'm
0: saying I'm saying okay. this, I'm just comparing but that, that I, I think there's are saying a good that there's a rising numbers yeah. of people who are having depression rising numbers of people who are having anxiety well, it's we, like are more people having it are we just diagnosing it differently are we ta- are we just getting more data we talked about, Both about that of those earlier are they've
2: released like self diagnostics for ADHD and what was the other one. People, people are releasing like, yeah. hey, this is how you could know if you have this or it was like there was one you talked about earlier. for people like People
4: are identifying their own similar traits without actually going through the scientific process yeah. of identifying those traits of autism or ADHD or whatever you're talking about. And
2: it's like, yeah, it just gets, I, I mean, I guess that's, that should be what science provides us with eventually is tools for categorizing things in our life. Right, mm-hmm. we identify something, we name it. This is sort of a, a, another call back to Genesis. Like we name things, science is the continuation of what God told us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's useful because then we can know what that is and we can categorize it and we can work with it. Um, it. It's just we need to be good at doing that, I guess. I don't know, it's like.
0: Well, naming is again, is a fundamentally mythological practice too, which is you're you're abstracting something and you're saying, this is something that seems to be in common across all of these different things. And so I'm going to encompass that whole category and give it a name. I'm going to call it something. Mm-hmm. Like boys get
1: diagnosed with ADHD more often than girls will. But I- I've heard that girls actually have it. They just exhibit in a different way as well.
4: Right. Um, um, I think we're learning more about um, women and diagnoses because women are extremely social and they, they participate in a lot of masking behaviors. hmm so they will mask this is, like, that's, how they they project themselves onto the world more so than boys.
2: That's a and good boys connection are, to tend that.
4: to be more destructive as well. So ADHD symptoms are very destructive to things like classrooms and the home. So mm-hmm. they're more picked out.
1: Isn't part of it that you can't control those though? Isn't part of ADHD the fact that you can't mm, control but those you
4: can, outbursts? You can't control them, but you can mask them, right? You can hide them from people.
0: Right. Well, I, I thought a lot of what ADHD or sorry, what, ADD, or no, more specifically, like, autism, is, often, especially the way it manifests in males, is oftentimes just those masking features that you're supposed to learn, those social skills, which a lot of social skills are just masking. It's learning how to present yourself, right? They don't seem to develop properly, and that's almost, I mean, that's the most obvious features of, of especially Asperger's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like if girls have that... But they still know how to mask. How is
4: that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you you participate in like mimicking. Mimicking is a big one, and you know trends really cover that up too, right? right?
2: Okay. Um,
4: it. Yeah.
2: Well, so to tie this back to vaccines, I think there's actually a good explanation of why the theory first arose. That is based on a a genuine problem in the scientific community that there were people seeing identifying these problems with their. Kids and the scientific community wasn't responding to it, and so they did it themselves, and they create. That's where the connection to vaccines came out of. So there was like this is again to to what I mentioned earlier. I think a lot of, you know, conspiracies are metaphorically true, or there there's some sort of value in in not dismissing it. I think there was there's a criticism on the the way that the scientific community responded to the issue that mothers were dealing with um, that is lacking and that you could kind of view the anti-vax movement as a legitimate response to this problem in the scientific community not to say that their specific claims were legitimate that any there, there's actually a link between vaccines and yeah uh, to, that's what i saw well could many you of look
0: these... this up though? because th- this is the theory is that there's a connection specifically between the heavy metals being in the blood or in the body and I'm not
1: even specific I know I just said autism Because that's the
0: bigger Bigger overarching term That people talk about From these people Who have bought into this Is that it's like uh, Mercury Mercury is is one of the most Dangerous ones That people are more Concerned about As far as heavy metals If that passes And you'll hear this word a lot It passes the the blood Brain Brain barrier barrier. Right Then it can like Affect Affect the development Of your brain So that uh, When I hear that story It sounds kind of Interesting to me I haven't been able To find a lot of stuff To really tease it out though like mm-hmm. it, it's it's kind of an interesting it again it, it almost sounds again like that sort of scienceifying a, an intuition about what's going on but i'm not sure what's what's meaningful about that intuition about vaccines being dangerous well there's many
1: parents themselves that take their kids to get vaccinated and they're changed that next day like their their kids changed the whole they they weren't they're not responding anymore you know the kids were, were there and they're yeah. like happy babies they go and they get vaccinated and then they're now they're totally different and they stay that way and there's millions of cases i don't know millions there's tons of cases like this where the parents would would do that or they'd they do that like i've seen parents who do it and they go get the one kid vaccinated and then the other kid they won't get vaccinated and the first one is clearly like something's happened right and the next one's not right so i I would suggest that if that was actually happening, I feel like there would be some sort of cover up around it like if i don't know i i would like to i wish government was as straightforward as you'd like it to be, you know like they're yeah. straight out obviously no, here I'm, to I'm help, right there with you on that you know like yeah. so i uh I feel like the biggest problem with um these um vaccines is actually autoimmune disorders it's not autism autism okay. spoken about more but the autoimmune diseases they they don't you can't see the direct link when your kid once gets vaccinated and then totally changes you can see that but an autoimmune disease slowly comes up in your life and it's like now your and bones don't work now
0: they found a link between vaccines and autoimmune disorders yeah
1: there's so many autoimmune disorders right but there's i believe that there is um
0: And COVID wow I mean I Fundamentally I could almost just draw that pattern Like that kind of makes sense that if if you Kind of offload most of your own Built in technology of your body to ward off To ward off I mean Your immunity your immunity faculties If you basically just don't give them any work We talked about earlier use it or lose it If, If you don't teach your body how to fight Off diseases And you just you vaccinate Well okay but no vaccination wouldn't be that Vaccination would actually be taking advantage of your body. But it bodily. doesn't
1: actually teach your full body. It goes straight into your bloodstream. That's what I was saying before. You don't okay. go through your skin. So that would make sense. You don't go through yeah. your airways. You don't get the full adaptability to that thing, right? If you were to get it, maybe it'd be terrible. But Did you find every time in? you deal with something like that, it just makes it. Maybe make it, bigger. it. Oh. Yeah, the highlighted part there.
4: Oh, crap.
0: All right, see if you can pull it up in a second. Look for biodirectionals. Or
3: Bi- it might have just uh, not highlighted anymore. anymore. So you're you're
0: but, saying, though, that the, in order for your immune system to work properly, it has to work on the level of your skin, on the level of your lungs, not just like it's... it's There's different... Mm-hmm.
1: Every level, every process level has a different... Um,
2: so this is like a risk assessment, right? So there's there's the there's the potential threat of autoimmune disorder, and then there's the threat of the specific um, sicknesses they're vaccinating us against, right? Yeah.
0: Which, in the case of... Okay, maybe let's come back to COVID. Let's read this for a second, actually. It says, The relationship between vaccines and the autoimmunity is bidirectional. On the one hand, the immunization prevents the infection, infectious disease... And thus, in turn, prevents the development of an overt autoimmune disease, which in some individuals is triggered by infections. So, so
4: it, you have to have, like, be pre- predetermined by so genetics.
2: This I actually think. just pr- uh, delays your diagnosis. Yeah. What it's saying is, we won't find out that you have an autoimmune disease early because you got vaccinated.
1: How
0: does that work? Like, what? A- Because, okay, so if your immune system isn't working, but you basically, uh, you kind of hack it and you you skip past the the parts that aren't working and get it to work for certain things, like the flu or the cold that's going around, right? If if you could do it for those things, then you're not going to find out that your immune system doesn't work for other stuff until, you know, something that we're not vaccinating for shows up. So it's not
2: that it caused the autoimmune disorder. It just, it uh, impacted how we discovered that you have it
1: mm-hmm. i just don't get the, how that would why would it postpone that
2: because you because it
4: goes undetected for so long like yeah. my dad has an autoimmune disorder he has lupus and he like i guess technically you have it your whole life right but it's he spent like 15 years just trying to get a diagnosis of like well what is it and the first i remember the first symptom was he lost all of his hair all of his body hair, head mm. to toe. Wow. And then you kind of realize, oh, wait, there was all these other symptoms that were actually happening that I didn't realize. Mm.
0: But I mean, what you said before about the skin and the lungs all be, all playing the role in the, the, develop, the development of your de- your immune system, that seems yeah. like something worth thinking about, at least a little and bit. And it's, it the, the, it's the, the order as the well, ap- too, what, that it goes in.
2: Like, I hear the concern, but the application of that concern is in, like... Um, more mild um, exposures than exposure to known deadly diseases, which is what vaccines protect us against. So there's like very known specific diseases that we are protected by immune,s by, by, by vaccines. I think your immune system can be developed by not using extreme sanitization in the home right Right. like certain things like that would be to me the response so so we protect ourselves against the high death rate stuff and we expose ourselves to chicken pox and the cold and and when we don't protect all like it's it's just discernment we don't we don't shield ourselves entirely from the outside world but we choose the worst things and shield ourselves from those
1: but what is the like? If we decide now that ninety nine point nine seven nine seven percentage death rate is high, then what do we do going forward? Like well, everything, uh, you mean ninety nine percent survival rate? Survival not death. yeah, okay, yeah.
2: That's yeah. I, I and I, and I actually am in agreement on the COVID side that the death rates are insane. Is it up to like two percent
0: now or something like that? I don't. Know. I feel like the statistic keeps on changing. Has well, you find some yeah. They're also yep. changing Probably the way they easy. report
1: them. They're not they're not reporting people who've got vaccinated and got COVID again. And they're only going to do it if you go to the hospital or if you die, which they should have been doing before with all of them, I would say, because the case numbers is what they literally like ran on the whole thing. We're not stopping until the case numbers are down. We're not stopping Mm -hmm. until the case numbers are down. The case, the cases are literally like if you get if you get tested nine times and you get eight positives, eight positives are going towards that like they don't it's not just like one Uh, test per uh, person they i'm telling you they literally that's that's how it works look it up there's not there's not that many and i i actually know personally three people who have got vaccinated and got covid one of them is my friend's mother and now her whole her her whole family got it and what's and what's your theory about why they got it um i'm not 100 sure i'm, I'm still sorry, looking, may, maybe maybe a, a little larger there's, too there's a theory about shedding or something i haven't looked into it enough apparently okay. once you get the vaccine like i don't know i'm not gonna bet on i'm not okay. saying this is what i believe but there's a theory that there's some sort of shedding that happens once you get that vaccine and it's actually easier to get and spread so one of the one of the things is like so if you're vaccinating um so let's just say this is we'll just use my fingers so we my thumb is the disease we're okay. we're trying to prevent okay right. but you got these five fingers over here and there's only one thumb there if the if a disease that's any of these four fingers comes in we're not prepared for it and in fact that that covid has actually used your antibodies to specifically work towards thumbs so now you have less antibodies you're, that are oh, you're for talking everything about
0: the, the rna yes. vaccine. okay because no. because it it makes a particular type of antibodies. It forces that into your, so it does kind of hack your 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 immune system to just make a whole bunch of particular antibodies. Your body isn't kind of judging how many it thinks it needs. It's kind of just based on what whatever the number we think it is, we need that we need to prevent against COVID. I mean, I think though we're in kind of a weird situation with COVID. Like, I, as far as just talking about vaccines in general, it you almost have to cut the the conversation in half because talking about COVID. It's it's a different ball game. It's, it's not but, really a vaccine. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm talking you about COVID itself as a sickness. Like, oh, I, th- okay. I think one of the, one of the the. I mean, I, I find it compelling as far as like uh, Brett Weinstein talks about how he thinks it probably escaped out of uh, like well, an experimental lab. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, they're trying to. Figure out, or after after SARS one, there was which was really bad. But they didn't want to have that happen again, so it's possible that uh, that they started to research on different forms of SARS type coronaviruses. Yeah, there's actually and, a guy who just came out who
1: just did a huge art. It's so long. I'm still halfway. I'm reading halfway through. Okay. it but he he said the same thing. Good on you for reading the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> so long, man. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's probably still right here. They just to get his name. I'm not going to read it all. Yeah.
0: all <laughs> But Brett's theory anyways is and I think this is getting more and more widely considered and accepted is that yeah they're they're studying these different potential sicknesses, basically creating sicknesses to test their technology to fight them. And at this point you get, not naturally occurring viruses, right? They're, they're creating viruses to, to see what they could fight. And this is, like, such a classic, like, mad scientist, like, sci-fi story of just, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we're just experimenting. We're going to create some different monsters and see if we can, or just to test our weapons. And then, uh-oh, the Hulk escapes. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, you know... Literally. Right. It's it, it, Fundamentally, that that's the narrative. And it's, like, that... Part of, like, even the fact that we could come up with a story like that, that's sort of almost a prophetic thing. It's, like, we, we, we look at the way our technologies are going, mm-hmm. and we compress that into a myth about what happens when you when you mess with technology that you don't have any business messing with? Well, then you get a monster. And in this mm-hmm. case, we've got a monster that is sort of running rampant through the entirety of the world and causing even, I mean, there's two levels of it. There's there's the, the biological virus and then there's the virus of our inability to actually be cohesive in our dealing with it. Like there's mm-hmm. the other mm-hmm. virus of, of how we deal with information, right? But even just as far as the, the virus COVID itself, right? Jumping back to that problem there, if this is a man-made virus, there's something fundamentally scarier to me about that, partially just because, I mean, we were talking earlier about like what's what's natural and what's technology. I would actually, I, I would kind of divide a difference between, okay, the, the things that we create versus the things that nature pops mm-hmm. out. Because you could say that anything ma- that man makes is natural because man is a product of nature. But the the the. the the defining factor I would kind of separate between them is that when we create something, like the difference between like table salt and sea salt, right? The number of ingredients, as far as I know, maybe you can even look this up, mm-hmm. like just regular lab-made sodium, it's not nearly as good for you. And we know this at least just on a, on a base level is that it's mm-hmm. not as good for you. It's just kind of, it's almost bad for you because we just kind of, we took what we thought was necessary about salt and basically just tried to grow it. I'm not sure how they make it in a lab. I, I guess you grow crystals uh, as opposed to the ingredients that are that we can identify in sea salt are like something in the hundreds let's see I, th- I think the difference is let's see if we can get this up here No
2: it's like the difference is like one to four ingredients No like no, no salt no, no. yeah salt is, like I mean at least on the box I do a lot of cooking <laughs> No no <laughs> like cooking okay as far as
0: what we're when we're making salt yeah, yeah. so we're making salt is one to four ingredients but as opposed to sea salt the the diversity oh, of the crystals that are involved there. Sorry, now nah, I'm talking about crystals. The diversity of the crystals there is a lot richer. Like it says, what did you find anything about numbers here? Table salt is typically mined from underground salt deposits. Okay. Same basic. I mean, not really. Okay. Uh, yeah. I
3: don't know, Maybe you can box, find
2: something On the like, But like sea it, salt, just usually it's just salt. And then this salt will show, like a uh, table salt will show the additives. Right, that there's additives for
0: one thing too, but then it's just also the difference between like lab-made salt. Mm. I think I think we make salt in labs. Maybe, maybe I'm a little bit off base about this, but I, I think there's a difference between like naturally occurring and then right made between yeah with between creating salt versus just getting it as it naturally occurs. Because when you're trying to make it, you distill it you, again. You sort of tell a story about salt. You figure, okay, well, what's salt useful for? It's these key ingredients that make well, salt salt, and then we make salt just based on those key ingredients. And then it becomes sort of an extremified version of salt that's based on a particular narrative about what salt is for.
2: Well, so you this is uh, the conversation I remember. You had a podcast with someone else and there was a conversation you had about water and H2O. And the problem is that you learn in school water is H2O. And right. the truth is that water is not H2O. Historically, H2O anyways. is what scientists have used to identify the prominent right. chemical in water, which most of history wasn't a chemical it was just a, a phenomenological you know substance
0: right. which yeah the further back you go water doesn't even relate to what's to, in the ocean even a phenom- water it's, is what's inside of us water yeah. blood is water, it's liquid it's right it's chaos it's right yeah water is also the spirit. i mean i'm pretty sure even okay maybe i'll go a little too far I think water is even associated with like your breath and your spirit and stuff like that. It's just the chaotic potential that exists in things, mm-hmm. but specifically when they're blended up into a liquid. Basically, water just means liquid. Yeah. So, and liquid is our a more kid kind of broader. Water broad is H two
2: O. Is is kind of false. Technically yeah. correct. And I mean, for a particular. For, yeah, a particular. To do in
0: a, yeah, in a particular kind of science. So it's just like when it comes to cooking and eating, that shouldn't be as closely linked to science as we've kind of made it in the past hundred years.
2: Well, and and I guess, so to tie this back to COVID, it's like we've linked our entire behavior to science at this point. We've yeah. said every single thing that everyone does has to be scientifically for our health. Yeah. And that's just an outlandish experiment to run that is, in my opinion, like psychotic. You know, that's like just crazy to just say that we need to do that considering the evidence of what science has, you know, failed to provide, you know. The salt analogy,
0: I think, is a good one, though, because it's, it lines kind of up with what we're doing with COVID, where it's like, okay, we've, we've identified one little narrative structure about what salt is. It's, okay, it excites these certain taste buds, and it does this main thing that we've identified, this process in the body. And so we're gonna, we're gonna make our own salt, and it's gonna do those things, because that's what we've identified that what salt can do. But in actuality sea salt is an extremely complex substance Mm -hmm. and what what it's doing in our body again even when it comes to talking about biology and talking about our bodies we have the impression that we kind of know what our bodies are doing and we know even what our body parts are doing but as far as all the organs we've identified a limited set of the processes that they're responsible for right but there's actually it's a complex system there's a there's many many ways even in ways in which our organs are engaging with each other that we don't understand those relationships. Mm-hmm. But we've, we've distilled salt down to what we think it's for, right? And then we make it, and then that salt ends up causing us, uh, us issues, right? Mm-hmm. In the same thing we've done with COVID, we've kind of identified, okay, well, COVID is a sickness, and we don't want sicknesses. So we've kind of, we've latched onto that narrative about, well, we don't want sicknesses and so we've closed down all the businesses
2: well the essential service is essentially salt we took salt we took service and said okay what is services these right. are the essential it's ones it's the myth of essential, it's like, oh, they're essentiality or essentialism yeah, yeah essentialism
3: right? yeah that's good
0: right and essentialism is fundamentally an over conservative way of looking at things it's 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 a it's a perspective that doesn't make make any room for the mystery of what we don't know about things yeah mm-hmm. right and it's like the more conservative, the more monolithic our government becomes, our society becomes, the more we deal with situations the way we've dealt with COVID. Yeah, it's... Uh, let me just say this guy's
1: name before I forget it. So his name is Nicholas Wade and it's called Origins of COVID. It's super long. You sh- you should read it. It's pretty good. But like obvi- obviously it's really long and it does it talks about what you were saying before about it getting out of a lab and they were trying to make a big it's all the whole thing but he goes in detail and apparently this guy is like he's he's getting on like all the news things which is pretty big normally you wouldn't see that but he's getting on all these things and he's coming out and it's like breaking news thomas wade or whatever said this and this and it's it's a really good read long story short i just wanted to just say that before whatever because it's it's definitely worthwhile because we've been told this whole time that it wasn't yeah. made in a lab it's naturally occurring and stuff like that which is government lying and for some reason why are they doing that right they they have all conspired to make this push through but the people who are up there like fauci literally has invested money into this so like it's not like he didn't know right yeah. so that would be them conspiring to keep that silent maybe it's not to to hurt everyone Right. Maybe it is. Well, maybe who it's, knows? A,
2: it's a, I think it's handicapped institutions. Our institutions are handicapped by. Hmm? Okay. Yeah, the institutions that we listen to are handicapped by certain um, controlling narratives like Stop Asian Hate, that for some reason is connected with the idea. Like, we, we have a trouble to disconnect the idea of like nations and races, and that's bleeding into, for some reason, how we can even interact with this, where it's like. Our institution are handicapped by this ability to for some reason not be able to say something that might be true which is that it was probably leaked from a lab because of their connection and again this is what I said earlier like we have this very strong uh, belief that the ends justify the means so if saying well, to some extent they do like when as when, when my dad
0: as when I was a kid he would tell me sort of a story about what's going on You know in any situation I'm trying to think of a good example let's say Let's say there's some people outside of our house causing some trouble uh and like there's a potential that 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 I I could get hurt maybe somebody's going to come in and break into the house or whatever He has to go deal with some some issues that are happening outside if my dad sort of like Focuses on a particular part of that story and says oh, it's actually it's time for bed it's like, I know what's going on outside. Oh, well, actually, it's just, it's just okay. time for bed. So, That's a conspiracy theory. My dad is conspiring to obscure part of the truth so that way he can get me in a place where it would be more comfortable to deal with the situation but let, what's let's, going on.
2: Let's identify the difference between that and them concealing the idea that this was released from a lab in China for fear of racism against Chinese people. What's the difference between those stories?
1: It's... What you haven't Oh I, I was just I didn't I never heard that 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 that's the reason they did it because it was a lot of American money funding it. So why would it be? So the, yeah, I guess the Asian another. hate thing I thought was because there was uh, uh, like Black Americans were hating like Asian Americans specifically. I, don't know, like, I, I sort of made hating, that connection. But like, I don't like I don't even like calling people by colors. I think it's so stupid, mm-hmm. right? But like that was the narrative around it, right? Like yeah, I I think I I don't I don't like the the I, the idea of colors you think think,
2: think people were just protecting their own like disguising their own um, uh, uh, what's it called guilt in being uh, participating in what went on in the lab like you think there was like I I mean I I also think I know that there was um, American institutions funding the research in this lab in Wuhan right and so not being able or, or hiding the narrative that it was leaked from that lab is just uh, trying to not uh, expose their own uh, I guess guilt in the yeah. in the release
1: I think that it being it being released from a lab is way different than them saying it came from a wet market because a wet market is where they get all the actual people get all their food mm-hmm. and they're like saying that they're dirty you know what I mean because they eat different foods and stuff For, from an actual lab that's not. I don't know why you would hate Asian people from a lab, right? Especially that's funded from all around the. the yeah, I, the planet, I I agree. Right? So I think so that like, that's. I think that would add more like, Asian hate with the wet. I agree.
2: Idea. There was like, but there was because that's more like hating Asian culture. Yeah. Right. There's there's historical <laughs> examples <laughs> of their attempt to of like hiding yeah. hiding like evidence of like research around race, because it would create racism. Like there's there's just there's there's a disconnect from science and and action and, and um, intent, right? So so like saying like, well, I'm the party of science, I'm doing what science tells me to do. Science doesn't tell you to do right, anything. Because science is funded by the government and the
0: government needs to, is fundamentally, especially the larger it gets, the it's fundamentally populistic. Mm-hmm. It has to appeal to whatever the majority wants. The government can only Extract things from science that allows them to continue to play that game with the public, so they can mm-hmm. only incentivize. They can only pay scientists to research things that yeah. can. Conf- basically, there's a there's a confirmation bias that happens cyclically with science and just what people want to know. So is
2: it, is this connected with them trying to hide their connection to the research in Wuhan?
0: I don't know. I mean, you you have a th- do you have a theory about this? No. <laughs> I think, I, was, I think
2: people just don't want to be held responsible
1: for sure I especially think, like the governments don't want to be seen as untrustworthy right that right. stops their ability to have the people supporting them right yeah. so i think that that's a big thing like that's so why i'm saying like a lot of it's pr mm-hmm. for the most part right we're just they're just trying to make the people happy and also get their agenda accomplished in some regards like i think a bigger agenda is the Great Reset that with Klaus Schwab and stuff like that. Like yeah. Okay. Every, tell me about,
0: a little bit about this. I've I've heard this word thrown around a couple times. I still am not understanding what people mean by this. What is the Great Reset?
1: The Great Reset is like Klaus Schwab's idea. It's like Kla- the fourth. Klaus Schwab is a like. Klaus. A, he's a scary looking man. A very <laughs> <Okay>. Scary dude. <laughs> okay. And he. So we're already appealing to the face expression. Does he have a, scar a across bit? his eye? I would think so, but he doesn't. I don't think. I think it's a K. Santa
0: Claus?
1: Um, <laughs> there, Schwab. First guy down below the other uh, typing. Yeah. So, he's at the World Economic Forum and he it's basically the fourth industrial revolution with technology they're trying to bring forward. He says, you'll own nothing, you'll be happy, which is... That's their their big thing. It's kind of crazy that they say that even, out loud. But basically, that's where the UBI thing comes in as well. Like, You'll, we'll, be, we'll just work and we'll just fund your stuff. We'll bring everything to your house. We'll do all this stuff for you. And there's a lot of scary things that go on at the World Economic Forum if you look it up. But now you got Trudeau saying a great reset. You got Biden saying great reset. They all are saying
0: the key terms. So those are the key terms, but what, what's, what are some of the features of the great reset? It's basically heavy communism. Like, I mean really what, heavy, what, what like are they saying in association with the 1% World Economic farther. Forum? Wait, is this we just said the World Economic Forum that is this close Schwab's guy or is that? This is his website. Okay. This is literally There's an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of COVID-19 crisis to improve the state of the world. The World Economic Forum is starting the Great Reset initiative. Okay. It's an initiative. It sounds like a superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh so is taking place in the context of the United Nations General Assembly the World Economic Forum's fourth and oh crap i can't see this now uh, maybe somebody else want to read that i can't fourth. see it fourth um okay now i can see better there we go thanks uh where are we sustainable. second line a fourth and for the first time fully virtual sustainable development impact summit Diz. <laughs> will convene leaders from government, business, international organizations, and civil society along with a diverse group of experts and innovators to initiate, accelerate, and scale up entrepreneurial solutions to tackle climate change and advance sustainable development. Still sounds like a lot of word sound.
1: it's, It's a lot of word jargon. They're basically using global warming and a bunch of other things to put in ways of...
0: If we have a large enemy that we need to to fight globally, then we need to unify globally.
1: Of course, that's kind of the idea around it, right? But it's like really just making them richer and we're just going to be like, literally, it says you own nothing, right? Mm -hmm. And be happy. I think you'll just own nothing. I think the last part will just be like, well, we said you don't nothing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, but...
0: I I feel like though again we create our own monsters and then we have to figure out ways to deal with them This is even just the 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 fall myth of of Genesis is like okay Once you take the fruit of the knowledge of the good of good and evil Then you have to to create technology to deal with what you just screwed up like once you realize that you're naked now You need clothes once you start messing around with basically technology that allows you to transmit uh, conversations all over the globe all the time and transmit biological uh, like viruses all over the globe all the time with it. Like everybody's constantly flying from country to country. You have sort of eaten a sort of tree of the fruit or of knowledge of good and evil. You, you've you basically said, well, obviously it's good that we're all interacting. That's the tree of globalism. Yeah. We've eaten from the well,
2: fruit of the tree of that, globalism. That's, that's
0: a certain knowledge about good and evil. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. saying, okay, I think that it would be great if everybody was connected. That seems like a good idea. Uh, and I mean, but Fundament- then it
1: gets back to what we were talking about earlier. You have five people. We all get out what's going on, ten people. Now you go with the whole world. Like, Of course right. we're all going to
0: agree. There's so many different ideologies so I, around the world. That- I'm just saying that there's there's two sides of this. That Yeah, obviously, if we're going to try and globalize, there's going to be that much more heavy-handed propaganda. So that's going to be a big problem, and we're going to probably trust the system that much less. So I, I don't even know if, that's, if it's possible to have a cohesive global... Yeah.
2: So, like, I guess... Identity, uh, but Our our difference, are you... Like, do you think that they are going to be... Like, what degree of success do you expect from an initiative where people don't own anything? Like, we already have, I guess, some uh, sort of debt. Like, like... Actually, COVID. This is just a weird, interesting article I read today. Credit card companies are scrambling because people are paying off credit card debt and their primary interest or their primary income is on interest payments, and those are getting lower and lower. So they're starting to like, there's like, uh, worry about like targeted ads, like more predatory ads for credit cards.
4: Because i swear every week my credit card is reapproving me for like more for loans more money, yeah, yeah they send me yeah, so they're many because
2: people are paying off their credit card loans with covid which is kind of a funny reversal of the paranoia around is that right. this is actually a, i i think this has been a great check on certain consumerists like i think actually one of the things that is a pro it's a it's a problem but it's also something we should solve and so it's an opportunity is like Like uh, uh, natural conservatories, trails are insanely busy now, Mm -hmm. which is you know what these people were doing before, like malls, right? So it's like we've like shifted people from malls to like trails, which to me is a positive flip. The problem is we have like volume issues. Where the problem is in the past.
0: Hey, future Garrett here. We had a bit of a power outage while recording this episode, so at this point the power shut off our recording gear and we had to restart or at least we weren't sure if we had to restart anyway picks up here okay so potentially we lost the first first two hours
2: that's Sorry. okay nothing interesting was said it was all just boring <laughs> semantics <laughs> it was semantics yeah mostly <laughs>
0: but okay i'm gonna have to set these down i can't you chew in twizzlers Are we recording again Got re- re- mourn the loss of that a little bit oh damn <laughs> And yeah, this is this is this is a soft reset. I can start because, with a. Uh, let's just jump into. I fodder. can start
2: with an idea. Okay, no, we'll <laughs> no, jump into. Fo- okay, well, I want to get there. <laughs> I know. I want to start with <laughs> something. When I went to the bathroom, I was thinking about what Sarah mentioned about um, um, like, like uh, the gender difference with like internet um interactions, and I think like there's like a good observation for sure that it's like way more guys posting like strong opinions on the internet, and In my proposal would be segregated social media. <laughs> I think we should experiment with that. I think that would be, if, if there was a social media that I knew only guys would see what I posted, it would get wild. I mean, we have I like, we have group chats. Yeah, we have our group chats. And like,
0: I, I use Twitter differently than I use Facebook or like, I know a lot of people have like inst- their Instagram crew and their mm-hmm. Facebook crew. And like, that's important because you want to, I mean, that's people trying to actually rescue a little, bit of, a little bit of this sense of like having an isolated community where you can actually act in the spirit of that community without being afraid of judgment from another community that doesn't understand your sort of inside jokes and your, your little social norms that have been yeah. built there, right? Because that's, that's deeply important is having an identity with the group that you can feel like comfortable in. And like, I mean, this is this is, comes back to just like the death of sort of religion, Right. When, when churches die, when religion in general dies, we lose this whole part of our social, uh, like the whole social angle of our lives that, that, that we've been evolved to sort of want and use as a certain technology to process certain types of ideas. We just don't have an outlet for that anymore. We don't have a group, right? We have the whole world and we have ourselves and we're missing that middle area of, of mental processes, maybe, maybe of processes beyond mental processes, but at least within a psychological framework, it's like we're missing that.
1: Yeah, I think that the I think that the reason that we're even talking about this is because we have so much societal pressure on us all to always be like these perfect people. Like you can't make certain jokes, you can't say this, you can't say that. Even though like I I heard a quote the other day and it was really good. And it was like more people have suffered from um oh, I wish I I, I wanna word it correctly. More people, basically, more people have suffered from taking um, offense to people's words when there was no intention of offense there, right? So there's been more suffering from people just misinterpreting it. it. What? Due to the internet? I think just in In general. general. Yeah. This is recent. Especially the internet. This was. I think just over
2: time, people people don't. I think what he's saying is people don't have the intent to hurt people as much as actual hurt that is received. Okay.
4: Guys, are you familiar with the phrase? Water off a duck's back.
2: Uh, okay,
0: I think I know. <laughs> generally,
4: right? Like you're supposed to just brush things off, right? White water off. A water duck's under back. the bridge. Or, like, yeah. Water under be, the fridge. Like, yeah. A
3: <laughs> <virtue>?
4: <laughs> that used to be a virtue, on whether you could just ignore things and live your life, but now it's a virtue to quote-unquote to stand up. To right. We literally
0: yeah. sell react reaction videos. Exactly. Like that's you can you can make a channel where you just react to stuff, well, so the, and the more outraged you are, the more views you'll get. Right? So I would
2: right. actually argue that we um it it it's just that the the you interact with levels too big where you are forced to to do that like it's like i don't know you can you have i I would say that you have control over your life to just have more experiences with people that don't treat you like everything you say is being like published like it's like you just if it feels that way you need to actually go and find some friends <laughs> that's like yeah. my genuine advice right it's like and, and I think that's there's a bit beyond our control where like even like work relationships that maybe historically would be more um, casual have become um, like you know we are more likely to, uh, to be employed by large companies um, and yeah you have to Care, and, and you They got those the doctrines and
1: policies because they're enforcing exactly. it on so many people, right? If you just got a small company, it's just like, all right, Joe. Like that's the same idea. Like I really support small communities for the same exact reason. Like when you expand, you lose that, right? Like if there's if there's homeless Joe, right? Let's say his name's Joe. Homeless Joe's there, and he you got hundred people in your city. Everyone knows who homeless Joe is, right? So homeless Joe's there, and you go, homeless Joe needs a job like and they're like well he doesn't like i'm not saying all homeless people are like this but he's like well homeless joe is homeless for a reason he doesn't work hard it's like but we're his community right so now since we have that personal relationship with them people are like whatever just give him something to do like let's give him something let's let him make a living let's think about that but once you get bigger you lose it and like that's why globalism scares me so much like that's the the furthest you become less and and less connected connected.
0: i mean this is why currently cities concern me Just like th- that seems to be something that We're just kind of we've all Just swallowed that pill already and act like it's just normal But cities Are kind of fucked
2: yeah. Like no, no, I think COVID's exposed that for sure Like just big cities used to be Prices only went up For living there And there's you know if anything sort of Stagnant there's, there's people Leaving more uh, There's more people leaving than ever before From right. big cities right now but there's
0: there's the the problem with the city is exactly what we're talking about where it's there's there's no direct interaction or there's no consistent interaction with the massive you know amorphous body of people that you're supposedly in a community with like you're all part well, of New York. I think York, that's right?
2: a metaphor for the viral spread within a city, right? They're, they're almost like the same problem. There's just the idea or the actual. Um, you know, particle of the virus are both problems in large communities that aren't, you know, regulated by good social... So is um, there a connection there between
0: that sort of information, the sort of information that is possible to to transmit around in a city-type structure, or we're kind of comparing that to the internet, right, this kind of massive community of people. There's certain kinds of information that can can transmit more easily than others. Does this kind of translate over into the conspiracy theory thing? Like I, I think that's, again, well, within I mean, a larger community, you need to have a simpler story in order for it to be transmissible, in order for it to be viral, you need to have something that kind of meets everybody, this is like the temptation to sell out that all like movies and artists are like railed on for is because they're trying to sell to too big of an audience, and they've kind of lost the spirit of what they're doing, so they've kind of over compressed the idea, made it too simple, or it's not actually artistic anymore. That's the sort of information that can that can become viral is when it when it kind of it plays to everybody's this populist type of storytelling, right? Is that you know when you're telling a conspiracy theory or, or when it when it kind of takes root and becomes a story that people latch onto, is that that same kind of thing? It's like it's a, it's a myth making mechanism where you're trying to sell a story to people or like, well, I, I guess I'm kind of I'm I'm bringing this back to you because I'm wondering personally when you. Want to kind of deliver a hot take on social media about something that's going on, whether it's a conspiracy theory or not? Are you thinking about? I mean, what's the process there? Are you just thinking I want to share the truth and I and people need to know this, or is it partially? I mean, and this isn't like an accusation because I do this too. I'm thinking. I'm of, not. Like, I'm not easily offended. You, so you do sell to your audience. I when I when I whenever I post something on Facebook, I'm like, what would get likes, right? What would get people to be interested in this? And so, like, sometimes I'll say something a little bit nutty, a little bit on the fringe of what's okay, just to kind of, like, get a rise out of people. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if the combination of this myth-making technology and the incentive to want to get a response from people from a particular perspective that, like, is kind of into, like, getting attention for telling an edgy story, if there's a kind of a combination there. It's just, like, conspiracy theories are almost partially just people wanting to play to the crowd of people who want to hear a crazy story um i would say that i wouldn't personally
1: i don't think i lean towards trying to make a story i would say i'm i'm actually genuinely i care about people and i'm like this is my opinion and i'm gonna put it out there for you and it's not to tell people what to do or what to believe i'm like all for like doing whatever you want you know what i mean like as long as it's not affecting other people negatively right yeah um i'm all for it so when I go and I post something, it's more so like I bet people haven't researched this. Most people in their day don't have enough time to look around at all this stuff, right? Or right. look at so and so. But over the years of me like looking into these things, I just have people who like put up good stuff, right? So I can put that forward, or I just know certain places to look, or like I can read through certain like language that's like legal, legalistic, like what's it called? Legalese. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like PR language, right? It's like, and I'm like, so I'll, if I'm posting an article, I'll post what I think is an interesting, like, look at this, like, this is really hypocritical. So here's my little, a quote from the article, and you can read the article for yourself here. And then my comments are always open. I, I always respond to people in the comments, right? I'm always open for discussion. That's one of the biggest things that really bothers me is if someone will make, like, doesn't like really get to me but it's like it's annoying like why would you con- like okay so I'll just explain what it is first so they when they comment and they won't continue the conversation or something they just want to get their piece. I was like okay well like why did you dive like you can personal message me if you want to have a real conversation maybe you don't have enough time I don't know what it is but if you don't have enough time then I don't know why you're getting involved right like I'm trying to have serious conversations I'm trying to keep that community there that we I don't feel like we have like i really like small town feel i really like talking with people i'm a very talkative person i love to be around people and stuff yeah. like that so i and i i don't really care for what people think about me at this point like i'm sure a lot of people think i'm just whack but like at if, this point if, so there's if, if there's you, a
0: shift of like you used to care in a way that you didn't or you used to care in a way that you don't now
1: um <clears throat> this was a long time ago though to be honest like elementary school kind of thing like I'm, okay, let's. I'm just gonna be okay. So, in elementary school, I was the nicest kid when I was really young, right? The, the nicest kid, whatever. There was this kid that I used to hang out with, and he's like, Yo, we should steal these plastic springs, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is just the start of it all. Just let me get it. I will, right. we'll be fast. <laughs> it won't go forever. Like, <laughs> okay. But he goes, the, the teacher had these little springs, right? You'd have blocks, you had all these things. He's like, Let's take these. And I, that was my first time ever doing anything bad. So, I vividly remember like feeling terrible stealing this little green plastic spring that moment I was still a nice kid but I slowly deterred and I wanted to become the most popular kid right so grade three I was like I made this change I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this so I dated the girl I wasn't supposed to date anyone I dated like the girl I thought was the hottest girl in the class you know what I mean I fell in love with her I got screwed over but mind you but whatever (laughs) that doesn't matter it was a it was a young thing right I caught her (laughs) hugging someone else right like no
2: oh damn
1: (laughs) (laughs) but uh anyway so but I was really focused on my image and I would lie and I, would, I was not very nice. I was manipulating people, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I got to that part. I was, Me and my friend were literally the most popular kids at the school. And I had the hottest girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And it all crumbled in on me. And I realized, like, why am I doing this? Like, I, that's not who I am. So when I went to high school, I was like, I'm not going to be this person anymore. And I'd, I made the active effort to not join sports teams. And I love sports. Because I was like, that's where the dicks are. You, Those you, guys you are douchebags. You not want to do the
0: same thing. You didn't want to. Like, because... You're it seems like you're describing a form of like kindergarten level populism.
1: Yeah. Right? Where you're, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. You're trying to play the character that you think people want to see
1: yeah and, and i did a good job of it and i was good at manipulating people like my brother when we were growing up like he was always physically stronger than me so i had to figure out how i could do it right he'd be like i'm gonna punch you i'm like oh you're gonna punch someone smaller than you and then it just gets you thinking right it's like i can't punch someone smaller than me i'm like oh you <laughs> what are you gonna do that like that's not strong right so i i figured that out and then i did all that but anyways i joined i said i wasn't gonna join sports teams because i figured that's where these people are yeah right and i didn't and After that, like I I realized that's not the big deal. I tried to join them in grade 11, like the football, rugby. They told me I didn't play junior. It was kind of stupid. But anyways, I ended up being friends with these people, and it didn't go wrong. You know what I mean? And I could still keep who my character was. And I, I really respected that about myself, that I could make that change even. So I think that that's where the bigger change for me came, where I stopped really caring what people thought, because I was like, I can be what you guys want me to be. And I also am fine just doing whatever i want so why am i gonna lie to myself and lie to everybody else because i felt terrible when i was doing it i'm like i knew i was lying to people about who i was and what i'm doing and stuff so i i made that change pretty quick to to not be that person and be a good person and i've been trying to work on that we
0: were talking about earlier about how it is sort of a virtue though to care what people think about you and to like not uh basically not be too much of a loose loose cannon. Like that's par- partially what the utility of community is, mm-hmm. is to like, it's like, there's a magic number, or maybe it's not a magic number, but it's like a, there's a there's a sort of relationship that could develop between you and a group of people where you care enough about what they think of you that you are tempered in your crazy side, but you know that they have enough faith in you that they're okay with you being a little bit of an individual and having some of your own ideas and. and straying a little bit from the course right yeah but if you get to the point where you literally just don't care what the what the community wants about you at all that i mean you you, basically you're you're throwing out this really important technology of communities of course right
2: i i sort of had a similar or a a total opposite like kind of trajectory growing up where it was like wasn't ever cool and my way of dealing that was to totally swing to kind of where you say you and you ended where it's like I oh, well, screw what other people think. And I actually realized that my behavior, not caring what other people think, generally wasn't being a dick because I didn't care that they thought that I was a dick. And I was totally oblivious, like, realizing there was, like, oh, people, like, I I think, well, there was a a double-edged sword there where I was, like, (laughs) I was saved from a lot, there was a lot of kind of pain of adolescence I was probably saved from, from not trying to appeal to other people but there was also certain things that I took a lot longer to learn yeah. because I didn't, I, I thought that it was a virtue to totally not care what other people think right. mm-hmm. and I would just like be what now I realize was actually just inconsiderate of yeah. other people's um, I think you know, we thoughts. just
0: discovered like a, a middle school psychological horseshoe theory <laughs> where, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where if you go too far in either direction you just become a dick, a
3: dick. yeah uh,
1: <laughs> yeah end up at the same spot kind of deal
2: yeah well and and so like where do you where do you go as like an adult having coming from both these experiences i think there's probably a similar sort of antidote that is i guess i guess it's just the reintegration of the shadow the shadow for me that i i made was like caring what other people thought i kind of labeled that as something that was bad and painful and i pushed it out and then i had to reintegrate that and I think on the other side, there's, uh, I guess, Sorry, is, not caring. Is that caring. me? Is that you? It's my phone. Oh, okay. Well, I guess, I guess oh, mine okay. was not caring. Yeah, caring what other people thought was something I pushed out. And then, like, not caring was something that you would say you would, like, over appeal to people. I guess which is, I guess, that's a manipulation. It, you almost side. become,
0: like, sometimes then you start playing to the crowd of people who think you're a badass for not caring. Which yeah, I, is, I, true. I feel like that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. Trump did to some extent. Yeah. he was like he was the guy who didn't give a shit and then there was a bunch of people that wanted him to not give a shit so then he had to then he became a new sort of populist where he had to play to the people who wanted him to be this mm-hmm. this guy who was well, always and, saying and this outrageous is where things.
2: actually i would say i'm probably more extreme than you on my perspectives about you know mistrust where actually i think you buy in more to specific theories but i mistrust i distrust people almost all of them equally <laughs> where like yeah, so i what almost
0: what I learning is that so when it comes to mistrust like you have you've actually bought more deeply into certain narratives about where you know where reality might be going or i'm the open up to too.
1: changing my opinions though okay. right like i have a theory of why things are the way they are and it seems to make sense in my grand scheme of things you know what i mean i make sure everything kind of clicks on all points and if that works that works for me if someone proves it wrong, it's different. And and back to like the thing before about like populist, like us being popular or not popular. I think I learned like both sides of the, the, the spectrum there, right. Of like what it is to be popular and like what it takes to do that in a small scale, obviously yeah, yeah, this yeah. is just elementary school. Right. But like getting people to appease to you and like, like who you are. And like, sometimes that's not even who you are. And like, that, mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I forgot what the one thing I was gonna say.
0: That's all good. You're, but you're connecting this though. How, how did you get here? Why did you want to tell this story of, about? I guess no. I was asking about whether or not you were pitching some of this, so, some of the conspiracy theory stuff, or some of the hot takes. You was connected to like a want, uh, a desire to like, to play to a certain mass, to play to a certain crowd. Mm-hmm. And so you don't feel like any of that's there.
1: No, like I, I, really don't. I genuinely like really okay. care for people a lot. Like I love everyone, and I, I'm a very blunt person. So it might seem like I'm rude to some people, but if you actually know me, like I got a big heart, and I'm not, I'm not like that, right? So, um, I just pushed. I pushed the ba- That's what I was gonna say. Sorry. So I, I'm not. I know what society expects of me, yeah. and I know they expect you to fall in line to some degree. I like to push that line a little bit somewhat for other people to see that they're allowed to do that right. because and I try not to push it too much. Right. right. I, well, if you like, go
0: too far, then you don't become somebody who is an example of somebody who's in the group that's pushing limits, but somebody who's outside of the group and it's just a weirdo. Exactly.
1: Right. right? So I, I like to I like to think that I'm I'm there showing people like, hey, like you don't have to go with all of this stuff. Right. Like right. you, you should be a free thinker. Right. At, I might be wrong about certain things, but like, you prove me wrong. I'll be like, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what we were talking about earlier about the fetal cells that it, and like, maybe there's, they come from somewhere else too. Like, you know, you could go further down the rabbit hole. Like maybe they come from somewhere else as well. And this is just one of the examples they're giving you. I don't know. But right there, I didn't know that, that they were using them from uh, stem or not uh, in vitro. Yeah. In vitro fertilization. I didn't know they were doing that. Right. So that. I just learned something new and i'm gonna take that with me i'm not this isn't about me like at the end of the day like i'm not the smartest guy on the planet and if i were to say that that'd be the dumbest thing ever like and i would be proving i'm not like i don't
2: <laughs> you know what i mean like well and, and i think i think that's that's the thing that more people are probably on the other side of like criticizing conspiracies need to learn is that they they genuinely think that they're they're not falling into conspiracy theories just because they're smart. I've heard that over and over again. Oh, I paid attention in science in high school. That's why I don't think X. It's like, that's absolutely, like, I mean, maybe that's why, but that has nothing to do with intelligence. You just believed what they told you in high school. Your science teacher just believed what they told them in university. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, it's just a long chain of...
0: Because a lot of this is not teaching you how to go through the process of distinguishing facts from fiction. Yeah which, again, maybe facts and fiction isn't the right dichotomy, but dis- distinguishing facts maybe from propaganda uh, or maybe distinguishing truth from f- propaganda. Again, I think probably facts and fiction, that's a, that's just fundamentally a bad dichotomy because no, fiction I, I hear isn't something that is wrong. wrong yeah. Fiction is something that actually sometimes is more true. Again, it's, it's compressed truth into a myth right mm. and facts are not something that actually yeah. uh, facts are things that haven't been wound up together into a, into a story yet right it's just yeah. information i think typically but both truth versus propaganda that's that's a little bit better both truth sides are
2: ignorant like like people are, are probably illiterate on facts just as much as they're illiterate mm-hmm. uh, with with fiction like they <laughs> we are just sort of deprived of both in this weird way but like i, I don't know it's like well i i think the 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 de- we're not deprived of facts. I think we're deprived of fiction and we're flooded with facts, which is a type of depravity uh, where we there's too many. Right. And it's like, you can't, you, it makes nothing out of them. It's ca- it's like chaos of facts, facts. Yeah,
0: facts are not a story. And stories are the way that we process reality. Mm-hmm. The only way that facts can be uh, processed and used for anything is if they're wound up into a story, if they're woven into a story. And so we've been kind of, we've flipped, we've flipped these things on their head and said that, okay, facts are the things we trust, stories are wrong. In fact, we can't, in fact, that's it's right in my terminology. <laughs> yeah. right? When, it's, when, it's when we appeal to facts, we're appealing to something that fundamentally is not usable. It's totally useless. Facts aren't something that have been created or that, that have been formed into a story that we could base our, our actions on, right? Our actions are always based on a story, right? Mm. It, it would be better for me to go, uh, Oh, I need to go to the bathroom. That is a story about what should happen right now. Like, Maybe technically, I <laughs> like I'm I'm building it out of certain mm-hmm. indicators I'm getting within my body, and it's like I'm I'm compressing that into a into a narrative about what needs to happen. So stories yeah. are are you
1: don't go like my bladder is feeling you know and they, right mm-hmm.
0: yeah. right yeah seeing my bladder is is at this much com- much pressure <laughs> is in my bladder it's like that that actually you haven't converted yeah. that into something you could act on yet right so yeah. facts don't tell us how to act but we've been we've kind of flipped this philosophically backwards in our current day where we think that facts are what tell us how to act and stories are just lies whereas again that that's just the opposite yeah. well yeah. it's like
2: nothing's more annoying than like the par- i'm the party of fat of science like yeah. the other party is anti and i am pro science it's yeah. like what? <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense yeah. it's like what what you're just using that so that you don't have to actually tell me what you're trying to do Right. It's like I, it, But that's where like it's just like I, I have like this deep distrust that like is actually on, on all sides where it's like no one's actually being up front. So I'll just like trust the on, I, I basically only trust people I talk to in person. That's like my, my rule of thumb <laughs> is like if I've read it anywhere, it's like it's maybe it's true. It probably doesn't matter. Generally, the things I interact with that matter to me are people
1: yeah I have a few friends who just totally like they started looking into things and they're like you know what I don't care about anything except for what's in front of my face what I can feel touch see and talk to exactly. that's all I care about and that's all that matters to me and it's kind of weird that that would happen right that
4: should be a basic human right I think <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, like all you are responsible for is right in front of you right like it's crazy that we think we're so responsible for all these different things that are happening halfway across the world especially
2: well, yeah, yeah th- well this is that last podcast that, that we did Garrett where we kind of talked about that uh, a big I, Well, w- what I was trying to talk about was like a, that a big problem is um, a, a, a hyper focus on things that you can't control mm-hmm. right? which is exactly I, I think that's actually deeply connected with conspiracy theories and not it's like, it's like th- both conspiracy theories and general institutions are about trust right and trust is inherently the realm of things that you can't control there's the things you can control and the things you have to tr- trust other people for yeah. and it's like you just don't spend too much time on those things you right. you spend you spend and, and this, this is the, the thing th- is I need to trust that the people controlling the things that I'm trusting in aren't spending too much time trusting other people and are focusing and that's sort of the problem I think the handicap of the institutions I'm talking about I think the institutions are too worried about what other adjacent institutions are right. wor- are thinking about them than Everyone they are actually worrying about what they can do where they're not yeah.
0: they're not engaging with the problems that with actually the problems. That they're responsible for. Yeah they're just trying to pitch it basically everyone is playing this performance game where they have to please a certain K-fabe. audience it's kayfabe i know i was just K-fabe. thinking about that too yeah. it's it's like and the actual game has gotten to the point where there is no real game but okay we were literally with the other day so kayfabe is, is the is like it's it's the ac- or the performative side of of wrestling of, of like, like pro WWE, wrestling you know,
2: right okay the, it's like fake they call right. it like it's kayfabe is like the industry knowledge so that you, people outside don't know that it's right. fake. But, you but there's say two K-fame. games
0: kind of going on at once. K-fame? K-fabe. 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 Right. So, so there's the actual fight. Can you Google k right? Jamie? There's, there's the actual results of who's winning according to the rules of the fight. And then there's sort of the, the, there's the, the performative side of it where they're supposed to kind of act out a certain result. But there's little glitches that can happen between that. So it's like, okay, I'm... I'm supposed to like actually make this look like a fight So I'm supposed to actually engage with the fight a little bit But also there's certain moves that we have pre-planned that we're supposed to do And so so there's there's two intentionalities that are kind of operating And they're they're kind of shadowing each other, right? And there, there could be some confusion there though Because sometimes, like let's say, you know We're in a fight and you're supposed to win But I actually just really want to win But we also have this obligation to like not break the fourth wall, so to speak Or we have to keep it all like in the game You can't actually... Or like you can get mad, but it has to be in a performative way that has like to do with it. It's like it it all has to to wind back into the structure of that. This is this is Mm -hmm. we're trying to put on a show here for the people. And and some people have the impression that, oh, this is all just a performance anyway. Some people just think it's totally fake. Some people think it's totally real. And you have to sort of be playing to all those people at the same time without ever explicitly saying what's real and what's the game. Yeah. Or sorry, what's real and even even
2: things that will seem to the audience as not real don't have to not not be real and that's where it becomes well the crazy thing about this
0: that that adam and i were looking at the other night is that the death rates for for pro wrestling with kayfabe like the performative like kind of fake pro wrestling are way higher than the rates for people who are actually fighting each other Mm -hmm. because this is a really confusing game when you're well, you tri-
1: have to know what you're they're actually working together with them. I was just watching a documentary on this. Right. Mm-hmm. With uh what's his name? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Well, it's that's like what, his look, come they up.
2: they put the words real and true in like quotation marks because that's exactly like the that's that's exactly it. It's like real or true cuz there's see they, it's also called worked or uh, work or worked cuz then there's things called shoots which is a pl- its its when a shooting is when you expose what's worked, and then there's worked shoots, which are when you plan for an exposure of the fakeness. Okay. Which th- those things can have actually a degree of reality, because it is fake.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, but, but the, the fact is that there's you plan
0: for the exposure. The fight ends up being more real than the than the real fights, like the actual MMA fights. Or or whatever boxing like professional boxing matches and stuff like that wrestling that's like that's not performative or not strictly performative. Well, there's there's a performative element
2: there too. There's more abstract meaning
0: certainly. When it comes to this (laughs) sort of kayfabe wrestling, though, it ends up being a lot more like the the results are a lot more real because people are dying way more often because this is a much more dangerous. Yeah, it's, it's higher stakes. It's a more dangerous game when when you don't really know what's real and what's fake. And it encourages sorts of behavior where like you outright lie because you're supposed to lie but then you have to you can justify it because you're supposed to be like performing. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many levels here that it gets very confusing for how to follow and then it's like okay is this guy faking that he's having a concussion is this guy faking that he's literally dying on the floor mm-hmm. am I am I supposed to, to perform off of this and, and kind of continue this this which crazy this is game like of-
2: I think is like the the father of all conspiracies which once I bought into I was able to let go of the rest and that's that like reality isn't this dichotomy of real fake. It's this like narrative drama of like perception and, and meaning and mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. and, and there is like uh misdirection and yeah. it's useful. It's not, there's not just like good or bad in everything that's obvious. And you've had other podcasts about this. Like a, a sin is like, is it, specific or is it like i think your conversation with your dad you kind of got into this and i think that's exactly what this leads to is like there's situational discernment i guess there's no there's no true or false or right or wrong yeah there's just just we're
0: we're trying to get past the our society kind of philosophically got stuck on postmodernism and figured out we, 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 it, we realized that different perspectives pump out different results, that when we pay attention to the world in different ways, we actually get different facts about the world. And Sometimes those facts don't agree with each other. Mm-hmm. And how do, we, how do we deal with that? Well, so it, one, one way of dealing with it was just that there is no actual objective truth. There's just subjective
2: truth. So it's the shoot. So there was, everything was worked. Because it was mostly narratives, right? Pre, but then some people actually
0: die, and that's that's when postmodernism breaks apart, and then we have was, real results that we all can yeah, agree post-modern
2: on. Postmodernism, postmodernism is pointing out the shoots, but then post-postmodernism is say, "Hey, those shoots are worked; those are worked shoots."
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. And so we've got to the place where it, either we revert back to modernism, which is what some people have sort of done, and, and that's even really what the, what a lot of the Christians, like the the apologetics stuff I had growing up, there was a lot of courses where it was just like, it was, the reason you should believe in God is totally rational according to some of these courses I had in in like, in Christian homeschool, high school. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, there was no actual room for faith. It wasn't like, just believe
2: in God despite the fact that you can't prove it. There's facts here. It's not, this is a good transition into flat earth because I think you have some, some of your flat earth beliefs are biblical in in a sense, which I think I have, similar but different views on because of I, I think I think that mix up is actually a result of what you're talking about. It's this this mod the modern church was trying to force its not modern framework into modernity. Right. And and that created this uh, this kind of pressure for literalism. And we
0: can just just to make sure we're keeping our terms straight, modernity wanna have kind of a tight link like modernity and rationalism. Those are kind of almost the same thing modernity is viewing the world in a in a very mechanistic everything's causally linked there's a very f- clear objective reality everything's totally rational postmodernity is that the way things connect is impossible to know and in fact maybe they're not even technically connected everything's just su- subjective experience and weird little stories we're telling ourselves about reality right mm-hmm. that's that's the dichotomy there but so a a not okay what's this
4: does Sorry, the Bible teach? I, I was just remembering cuz I went to uh, University and I remember one of the arguments was like for Christianity was like oh the Bible gives so many examples of knowing that the Earth was spherical in a time when everyone yeah. thought it was the flash.
2: Bible is a great textbook therefore true <laughs> right yeah. it's like I'm it's it's a, it's a great cosmological it's- textbook it's a it's like the Bible is a great anatomical textbook therefore it's the rest is true it's like. I don't know. That's a well, non sequitur okay. to me. We're
0: we're <laughs> we're strawmanning some stuff, but this is. I, I want to hear your position. What what is it that you you find compelling about the flat Earth narrative? You really have to like dig
1: in deep to really get it. So like, I want to do let's, it ju- let's I dig in a little bit. Do it some justice. Okay, so uh, okay, so first off, most of I don't totally know what it is, what the universe is. Okay, I don't know what like what's outside i like, I like that what's premise. outside of here okay yeah. i just I also don't. Yeah. i believe yeah. that what they're talking telling us is not true i don't think they landed on mars i think because of what they've said they've said it takes us a day for information to get there and a day to get back i would assume it takes longer if it's as long as far away as they said but that's what they said but then the day they landed on it they said they got information from it which doesn't make any sense to me okay. but if you go to the beginning of the bible you can pull up literally genesis yep. it'll talk about how there's a firmament and it'll talk about how let's just pull it up oh yeah okay you want to get genesis one yeah just literally the beginning <laughs> yeah, just, of just, bible. just type in
0: genesis one literally you can do blue letter bible because then we'll get to, if, we, if we want to look into etymology and stuff we can just mm-hmm. put blue type in blue letter bible it's the most accurate Well, it just, it gives you all the translations and it lets you look in the Hebrew if you want. Yeah, that one, King James Version, and then Blue Letter with it. That's good, yeah. So, we're we're reading the Bible, getting real spiritual here. Genesis Mm -hmm. 1, let's get zoomed in here a little bit so we can see. So, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and in the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the okay, waters. That's a key point though, the face
1: of the waters, okay? The deep and the waters, okay? So that's clearly water, I would say. That, in my personal belief, that's water, okay? God said, let there be light. Light was there. He said that was good. Light from the darkness, he separated. That's kind of cool if you actually think about that in separate, that's separate terms. He made light and darkness before he made the sun and the moon. Right, because it actually comes after, which is just kind of cool. Um, he called the light day, he called the darkness night, and evening in the morning. So, there we go, Genesis 1 6. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the water. So, let's just say this
0: is okay. Obvious. So, fir- firmament is not a word that anybody has ever heard. Never heard of
2: it. Look, yeah, what's look, a firmament? Look at the definition okay, so you, you press
0: tools on the side left there oh. okay, tools? on the, no, left, the on, left. On the left, you see it says tools. Oh, and then you're, you're gonna you can scroll down. It's gonna show you each word on Strong's. So just scroll. It's gonna show you each word, guys. So let there be a firmament. See over there, seventy-five forty-nine. That's the number for the lexicon. No, Up a little bit. Mm-hmm. A firmament. See on the left it says a firmament. <laughs> yeah. So you just go click. Cl- right? Oh no, you want to go go back again. You want to click. Okay, just. No. Yeah, go back. Go back. Sorry.
2: On the other side. If you
0: scroll down and you click the number that's associated with the word, it'll it'll bring up the yeah firmament. So it says. Yeah. So this is the Hebrew word. Obviously, you can't read that. yeah. Rakia. rakia.
2: Masculine noun. Okay. So masculine is mm, uh, paternal, okay. a pattern.
1: Yeah. Look, like it says solid, right? So,
2: firmament is a pattern of. of well, the, let's just look at,
0: the, look at the definition here. It says extended. Mm-hmm. Hold, sorry, go up again. It says an extended surface, solid, an expanse, a firmament, a flat as base or support. Ferment a vault of heaven supporting water, waters above. Okay, so it's it's something that it's holds very the waters above. about water. Considered by Hebrews as solid and supporting okay, but waters what above.
2: what is? I think we need to go back to water in the pre in the very first. We need to look at water.
0: Okay, but is, is this? I think this is also the look from what I saw there. It doesn't look like there's any other usages of that word even anywhere in Genesis scripture. Genesis only one. Yeah,
2: I want to look at water here and the was without could, form and void. earlier in the podcast but, which might have been yeah, if, maybe we can recover that if not we talked about a previous podcast that you had where water was science says water is h2o, H2O right but that's a that's I, I believe that's false water is not h2o water yeah. historically is a lot of things
4: so yeah, and that's, and that's i think
2: i i guess is my that's where the trail off happens with here with this exact but um, wasn't thing it is always you're liquid, saying it's, when it's talking about water it's always it's, liquid, no it's no? chaos it's it's water is h2o and then liquid and then chaos
0: right water in in this language and none of us are linguists here so we're just kind of going off of you know mm-hmm. like you're going off of the people you trust and i'm going off of the people that i've heard teaching about this stuff from what i understand about water in an ancient perspective water is does not mean H2O, right? They weren't doing science back then. I don't think it's the same kind of water if we're right. gonna, once we
2: get into this. Right. Not, mm-hmm. I don't think it's the same kind so of sure, I don't
0: think so either. I think to them, water was a really massive category, and it meant basically liquid in general. Is but it even feminine? More,
2: Curious. Is it feminine? I'm pretty sure
0: it's feminine, yeah. What's that uh, it's uh, up there. Oh, no, it says masculine noun as well. Masculine noun, interesting. Okay. But um, so water is something that is basically just unformedness it's 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 matter that hasn't been formed into a cohesive structure right so anything like if you were to blend up a human it would you you've taken the form away from a human you've cut it down and now it's water okay right or if you were to like dissolve a society it's it's dissolved into water like if you if you just destroyed the government of a society it became water okay right it's it's almost like it's not quite metaphorical it's it's talking about an actual pattern of like or or an Liquidity, actual entity almost Liquid, yeah, it's just, like just stuff it that has yeah, the stuff that hasn't been formed together, that doesn't have a structure to it. Which
2: is almost not scientifically distinguished from gas. <laughs>
0: yeah, gas right? is almost so
2: we now have the category of gas, but that's almost the same thing. I
1: think we're getting too far though, because if you actually keep reading, like it okay, gets you very let's read through this. Right? So Genesis yes, 6 says, Let there be a ferment in the midst of the water. So you got waters here, the ferment is in the middle of the waters, okay? Right? right? let it well, divide midst. the waters from the
0: water you're saying right. so there's means water middle. up top water below okay it has, i mean i think that makes sense given the context right?
1: there god made the ferment then divided the waters which were under the ferment from the waters which were above the firmament and it was so so now the waters aren't touching anymore he's divided right. them yeah. which would you would think the waters now now gone down i would assume
0: like guys like the sort of the creationist apologists that i listened to growing up who i really deeply believed in i mean I find another model more compelling now, but at that point when I was listening to them, they had sort of an answer within the evangelical tradition for this. They said, okay, well, the water's above, that's the clouds, right? There's water in the clouds.
2: Well, that's there's vapor, there's that's gas, right? And so, and so the, But it's still water. Metaphorically, that's what though. I was saying. There's no distinction between water and gas in the form of less solid. It's more like they're solid and not solid.
1: And it said it was solid. <laughs> So the firmament itself is solid.
2: Yeah, because it holds up the water.
1: Yes.
0: Right. So those are
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so that's so sort of again.
0: So there's some there's some form there's something that's keeping those from holding down. Like you could talk about again. So if we're talking about a phenomenological perspective, and this is okay. So like an ancient perspective of things. We're not doing science here. We're talking about the functionality of things, right? right. In an ancient perspective, an eye is not the biological like the, the little thing you could hold your eye is your ability to see right mm-hmm. in, in 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 Hebrew your back is not literally the skin on your back like this piece of your body it's what comes behind you right this is this is how phenomenology works this is this is this yeah, is yeah. how the ancient this is how Hebrews thought about things right so when it comes to water when it when it comes to something being firm that doesn't again mean like material solidity it can mean that there was something that kept it up Right? It doesn't mean that it was a wall. It doesn't mean that it was a piece of ground that's holding up or a piece of glass or something. It's like it just means that somehow it's staying up there and it's staying there. There's a there's it's a firmness. there's a certainty. It's consistent. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a firmness to the way
2: this thing operates. It's not chaotic. It's stably right. up. Yeah.
4: Have you ever heard of like the um, fog, like the etymology of fog? Oh no. Because that just kinda reminds me of okay. that. and, like that's something we've like never knew about or like defined until did. Right. Fog now, we think did. about fog
0: as being just water, vapor, gas, right? Mm-hmm. But fog, pre- again, from a phenomenological perspective, fog is like, is the place where the mysterious stuff comes from. Mm-hmm.
4: And it was poets that pointed that
0: out. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
0: Right. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's more akin to a metaphor, though it's not a metaphor. It's actually a category for thinking about reality in. But it's more akin to the way we think about or the way we use metaphors now because we have a hard distinction between metaphor and science. So you think science. the
1: Bible is more, more metaphorical rather than literal?
2: Well, I, again, I don't think no, that they were trying to. Literal is a bad term. It's, l- it's, l- it's uh, literal in a sense it's of. The literature. Time. Yeah. <laughs> it is literal. It is That's literature. It is means, not yeah. scientific text. Right science is insanely modern in terms of like human stories. Uh, right. So if stories. we expect a
0: scientific representation of the creation of the world from a text that's right. like that's writing the genre myth. Like I, I this is a creation myth. Which again doesn't mean it's wrong, it means it's probably more true than if we could try to scientifically talk like this is more true than the big bang I would say because it it's actually more relevant it's, it's more, more relevant it encompasses more truthful as well if you say that pardon you that would
1: be a conspiracy theory if you say that well, if you christians
0: going,
3: would think
0: that right well again it, it comes down to what you're meaning by true but i'm saying you said relevant and that's what sort of what i mean by true is like this story teaches me something about how i should live this is actually a story and it's it's speaking something that's deeply true about reality at least i believe that as a christian right but science like the big bang doesn't actually tell me how to live almost at all i don't okay. think at all right there's no. there's nothing narratively no. compelling about the big bang I, I don't mean compelling as far as like i could believe it's like i could believe that it is true but i don't believe in the story of the big bang it doesn't give me anything to do with my life mm-hmm. it doesn't direct me in any way it's not a true story it doesn't teach me how to direct my life in a true way do you think that waters means different things here because look
1: they go they divided the waters which were under and which were above And then the waters under g- gathered into one place And then dry land well, appeared Well this isn't to say so the water doesn't mean waters. H- just a mil- two. He's, They're using it in a bunch of different contexts In one spot, is that what you're saying? Because of well, back in the time period That's well, what they used it as So at? The,
2: then, then the, the, the chaos became confined And then there was order that emerged from it Click that
1: number there beside waters Did we look at Fort, that yet? 4325, I think we already did but yeah. So water, money, yeah.
2: yeah. It's going to be probably bring us to the same page, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah we but do. Just,
1: but look at the bus. So waters
0: of the feet, urine. It's, it's probably just right? or danger, up there. <laughs> violence, transitory things, refreshment, right? Yeah. Water has to. It's a. It's a category that means things that are broken down, and so water. And the yeah. thing is that literal water, like okay, water, scientific water, H two O or approximately H two O. What we think of when we get from a tap or from yeah. a stream. When we drink that, it is refreshing, right? And it actually, it does, in a scientific perspective, it does what water does in a general perspective, mm-hmm. right? But yes, water is the refreshing thing in reality. Water is a way
2: bigger category than H2O. Mm-hmm. H2O is of narrow course. enough that you can perform experiments on it. Right, <laughs> That's basically it. But like none of us perform experiments on water. So we might as well read Genesis and get something from this. More right,
0: useful. Like, re- reading Gen- Genesis literally doesn't mean it reading it scientifically right literal liter- literature is different than science of course
1: of course but when you I just think that when you're using waters and waters and you not you don't flip around how you're using the word right well, like it says the, the, let the dry land appear like yeah. the water goes down and the dry land appear yeah, I, yeah water down land No, yeah up, i see what you're saying right like you don't use it in multiple different contexts at the same time like if it's water it's water cool. and that actually goes further into more what i believe about like what the planets okay. and the stars are like yeah keep going I, keep going. sorry i'll stop interrupting no i don't i'm not trying to be i'm just no, saying no, no i'm
0: saying that yeah. okay
1: so so and god made the firmament divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so so the firmaments there it's just divided the two sets yeah. of waters uh, and God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered unto one place and let the dry land appear. So I would assume that the water comes down. It's not touching the firmament anymore. And the land is now above that water in that circumstance, right? Um, and God called the dry land earth. And he's, look, the gathering together of the waters he called seas. So that's for sure water. And where we were just talking about the right. land, how water is not exactly H2O, right? Yeah, it's a so bunch he of makes it something
2: more specific there. So it's not yet H2O, but it's not completely chaos. It's shifted from the more abstract water to the less abstract sea. And then what scientists came in is they made that into the even less abstract, you know, salt and H2O and fish, right? So like it's still a broad category. It's less broad than water, right? So water is not seas. It's more. It's broader than seas. If you go to the word "the deep," which is a little bit earlier, oh, you're gonna you
1: find that get, all over the song. You don't want to go into that. That's a whole other, dude. I'm telling you, my buddy was talking about
0: this. It's a whole other.
2: Let's go into the theory, deep, bro. It's Tell I, me it's, about it. I don't know much
1: about it, bro. Like <laughs> okay. He started talking <laughs> about this? it, and I was like, "Oh, dude, I do not know anything about this." I'm well, so, so
2: the idea
0: again. So from what I know about this stuff, the deep that's in the first in the first or second verse. Water's on the face yeah, of yeah, the deep. It's tome. Yeah. I know that's what and, it is in And fr- fr- from what I understand about this This is basically just the realm of the monsters It's where the gods and the monsters live It's where it's where the Leviathan lives It's where the behemoth lives Like in Job we have some talks about it, which Job is actually apparently the oldest book of the Bible um, but no, It's similar. actually
1: a, a thing See Tom It's actually a thing Like the deep is actually a, home, a creature yeah. they're talking
0: about and it, It's not a particular I mean, Greek, Greek. Really interesting. In, Okay, mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's the depths, the abyss, the primeval ocean, right? So this again, so primeval this ha- has to do with like it's a place where stuff comes from. It's, it's not like like if we talk about the deep that's not part of our modern model of existence. We don't have a water after that as well though. That's why
2: that's why this is even a conspiracy. bigger category of chaos. Right. So there's there's this beyond the, deep, the water. then there's the water, then there's the sea and then eventually there's H2O. Like way down. Yeah. Here.
4: <laughs> what does Joe Rogan call it? Uh, monster soup.
2: Monster soup. Monster soup. Is that what he calls? He calls word? the ocean. Yeah. The okay. The
0: monster. Because <laughs> so, okay. he's not into surfing. Pheno- phenomenal. So again, be- because he's a human, he's not a scientist. Yeah. He actually, it, it actually makes its way back into our our model of the universe, anyways, where we just we think about it that way. Like the sea is the monster soup, uh-huh. right? It, well, the
4: creatures in there are crazy. Exactly. We're yeah.
2: Discovering. yeah. This is so phenomenologically a sports. great category.
1: Yeah least explored place on the planet. But yeah, this this goes in even further stuff. My body sure. was talking about how like it says like in the Genesis it tells them to go forth and replenish the earth. Yep. Replenish means that there was already stuff there. You're now doing it again, right? Yep. So, that's okay. where it goes a little more deep. I
0: haven't gone we're, that far. We're, we're, but of of. So we're, we're going to oh, get really stuff deep in
4: the Amazon, what's yeah. happening there? Like we see it. We're
0: right. going to get really deep I think into biblical like there's a whole category of conspiracy theories that has to do with biblical interpretation, right? Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, I think we can have a long, maybe interesting conversation about this, but I, I don't want to get stuck on here too long because I think that there's probably a longer conversation about this than we could have right now. But yeah. you, fi- I mean, you have a, like, just getting, bringing it back to flat earth outside of biblical evidence because I think we're going to have slightly different approaches for sure. interpreting the Bible what why do you find like i mean for one thing why did you even think about that why does it matter if they're? it was
1: just a joke thing at first man honestly most people if you get into it you're not leaving bro i'm telling you (laughs) that's everyone that i show they're like oh dude for real like i've been i'd look like i was standing at hamilton pier like hamilton not hamilton pier the over by like um I don't know, the escarpment. Anyways, I'm looking at, I'm on the escarpment and I'm looking over and I can literally see Toronto perfectly fine. And like every, I believe it's 30 meters or you have one inch of curvature. So we sh- I should not be able to see that many things, that many buildings. Like I took a screenshot on the maps of how far I was and I calculated it. I should have lost like like, way too much. Like I shouldn't been able to see the, the buildings that I was seeing when I'm seeing them. And when you do this, like they say like you can take a laser you can shine it across um, water right what do we use to make sure things are level water you know what i mean everything like level surface why would we use something that's going to curve when have you ever seen anything curve around a ball and it's like yeah okay it's so big though now now it sticks to it it's like okay well what about the fact that we're if we're like this and we're spinning this part of the earth is spinning way faster because it's way farther out. Why don't we see any differences there? Why has nobody ever felt movement on the planet of the Earth when we're spe- apparently soaring through a galaxy and we're always spinning and Because wh- the atmosphere? And so that's that I know there's an answer for all of them. And okay. I know most of them I actually really loved space before and I, yeah. it kinda bummed me out when I was like <laughs> there
3: there space lies? doesn't exist. Damn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well yeah, and it was a slow process of figuring out all this stuff out, but it it seems like there's videos of people. So NASA gives you their picture, which they also, which they say is an uh, uh, image recreation or something, because they say that the, the cameras are like weird. It's ridiculous, but it's it's an always CGI, and they say that there's a reason for it. Like they don't lie about that. They say I mean, there's a reason for every, it.
0: I I joined a flat earther group on Facebook just to be able to follow this narrative and see what people are saying and. Sometimes it's like, okay, that's an interesting thought. I don't, but especially lately, seeing all of uh, SpaceX's footage and stuff like that, there's so much of it. It's not like it's not. We're not in the '60s or the '70s anymore. I'm, when did? When did? I mean, there's the there's the alleged moon landing, which I'm not sure if you'll dispute, but I don't think it happened. No. Okay. I actually saw a so video of Stanley at, Kubrick the other day talking about
1: it's like his greatest masterpiece, and he's mad that it's it's like a lie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I mean. I, I think that's kind of an interesting It might be fun to, to go into that briefly But at this point There's so much it's, it's like We know how to spot CGI As soon as you see CGI Even the best CGI It's always noticeable Like you watch a movie And it's like mm, Why do they have to do CGI Why well, do like, the, they do practical effects We know the difference
3: You right? can go to the
1: NASA website And look at the stuff And I guarantee you'd laugh at a lot of it Like the NASA website I'm telling you Okay Go uh, to nasa.gov And you will laugh at this stuff like it's clearly a lot of them are altered. Like they're not, they're not legit. Okay, here's one for you though. Okay, yeah. if we're sp- if we're flying through space, okay, why do we see the exact same stars all the time?
2: Well, yeah, there's and uh, they always we're in the circulate. center of the universe, bro. You're, everyone's the center of the universe, well, in the fact I mean, science. okay, just like, well, there's no, in, that, in that, every direction, there's the exact same amount of
1: background radiation, but the same exact constellations at forever forever no, we see, we, and we they all there's that. a cycle. Travel around polaris we don't see them
0: all year we see different ones in the summer versus the winter because yeah yeah because but spinning that's, around.
1: that's different when the when it's moving right if you look you look up uh what's that stop photography what's the iPhones have it it's called like uh long exposure no it's like a bunch of different pictures is that long exposure i think that's long exposure yeah anyways you do that of the stars they all rotate around polaris and they oh, it's the same all the time, except for the planets. Which Wouldn't planets? would that maybe are- be
0: if, if if the Earth is spinning? Okay, okay, you're seeing these pictures. If the Earth is spinning, then you're gonna see. I mean, this is these are taken near the, the Earth, stars the, move the North Pole. Yeah, the stars
1: take the same path every day, mm-hmm. right? Because the, that would make sense. With the daily rotation, rotation of the, of the Earth. Earth. But you're traveling through space past other stars and yeah, stuff but for relatively, a, relatively minor yeah. movements. But we, but they, these constellations have been decided on like thousands and thousands and so much. Yeah. That once you expand to like millions of years ago, okay, well, how would you know that happened millions of years ago if we only see these tiny little changes? Well, because right? also like,
2: the time, like these, the really far away stars took a lot of time for the light to travel. It's so, like they might not even exist anymore, but it's, we're not going to see that change. Right.
0: If Earth is moving, we're seeing we see back the same in stars. time. Evernight. Is this is this just like a science-y article to explain it? Well, we can find three uses for peanut butter. That's useful. Is nothing. Parallax yeah. is okay. Right. So oh, relativity. No yeah, it's very very scientific language.
1: <laughs> it's just like it's almost like that that thing. Once you make it so big, like you just like how would they know these things? That's just ridiculous that they're gonna well, make these claims when they've only like had science, like so to speak, the same way in the same cameras for like
0: such a short period of time in the general sense of things. But now they're like mm-hmm. no, right. it for sure. Well, like I mean, that. I see the incentive, it's, especially looking at the the original like the moon landing narrative. Okay, there's there's incentive. There's motivation to propagandize this story. There's there's reason, cold war. right? Fifty there's, there's million a cold dollars war, right? a day incentive, Sorry. right? Yeah, there's there's a cold war, so it's like okay, obviously. And I mean, oh, at this point, that, yeah. there's there's plenty of I guess there's plenty of motivation to to tell the narrative of going to space. I don't. Elon Musk doesn't seem like. I mean, I guess he he is kind of a troll, but I, <laughs> I yeah, be I feel a like troll. A, a a conspiracy requires people a lot of people willing to sort of play nice and submit themselves to a certain hierarchy and a really cohesive uh, structure of leadership and of authority. And what we just talked about as far as the the, the state of the earth at this point, it's like we don't see that level of cohesion. We don't see that level of community, that level of actual trust for people anywhere else. Why would we expect to see it in government for people to actually have a functional conspiracy? Well, I would say that like, okay, so... A lot of this stuff goes back to
1: Antarctica if you act, like if you break it down, it's mm-hmm. like the governments are work like they all have a treaty. You can look it up the Antarctic Treaty if you want. It's not a big deal, but the Antarctic Treaty, every government pretty much has signed in on this treaty to not let people explore except for scientific experiments. And they always go to these two bays that jut out from the supposed wall. I've never been to Antarctica. But there's supposedly a wall there, which would make sense. Why do we have a cup with rim around it, right? Mm-hmm. If there's flat water, it would need something to hold it in, right? Right. Um, there's a guy named Admiral Byrd. He was uh, um, uh, an admiral, obviously. And he actually took people to Antarctica. And he specifically says that there's more land over there than all of North America. And he's wondering why we're mm-hmm. not using it. So this is all the people. It's frozen? At the- cold. Yeah, I mean, at the, well, actually, no, it's it's there's um, it's obviously cold there, but what <clears throat> they say you can't fly over because of penguins. That's their legit answer. It's ridiculous. But all of these is, countries it's just
2: that you can't dispose of or test nuclear, um, it's not no, you know it's payloads. Not. That's what. Well, that's what you. Should the treaty the is it that is you can't strength. test nuclear weapons or dispose nuclear waste in Antarctica. That's what the treaty says.
1: Convention the of the Antarctic numbers. Seals. Convention and converse.
0: Yeah, okay. Oh man, go back. There was a summary of the of the three things that it was about the three different treaties. So okay, there's Antarctic oh, there's marine living. Convention of the Con- conservation of Antarctic marine living resources. That's a 1988 pro- protocol on environmental protection of the Antarctic if, treaty. If
2: you go back to the Google overview, it explains the, the. There's a there's a clip from the Wikipedia article that says that it's about. Um, Disposal of uh,
0: radioactive. The Antarctic Treaty is related to agreements collectively known as the Antarctic Treaty System (ATS). Oh, sorry, lost it. If, you, if there was a there was regulate like a the summary. international relations with respect to Antarctica. Yeah, oh, this was it. This
2: was it. What is the main okay. purpose? Yeah, demilitarize, establish free zone of nuclear tests and disposal of radioactive waste to ensure that if used for peaceful purposes
0: only to promote international scientific cooperation in Antarctica. So this is what you're talking about. It's only supposed to be used for scientific research. Yeah. And only but, governments can go there. But it's not that you can't fly There's, over it. No one's, No, people don't fly over it.
2: Well, it's just not a. It's not a efficient route. Why can't we
1: fly over Antarctica? Type that in. You can. In. It's no, it's just not an efficient say route. Of penguins. It's really it's so dumb, bro. It's literally because of penguins. They say. Yeah. You see can't if you can find over. that about penguins. I'm, uh, but yeah, so, I'd like to see
0: that. So, so, okay. So this is a certain angle about about you know potentially the conspiracy, but but again, you have to. I know I read
2: into it. It's, yeah, it's a. It's an ice wall of Antarctica. It's like flat. The UN map is the flat Earth globe, where it's from the top. And, and Antarctic goes around the bottom it's an ice wall
0: is that, is that the way okay pretty much yeah but like and so the, the question is like what's beyond it, that the, What? so the question is like what's beyond that the aliens or whatever well like, of course but the, the, the firmament the, the firmament yeah well, I guess like, no one knows how far away
1: that is no one like no one makes these claims they just yeah. they're making claims that you're not telling the truth why is there zero curvature on the planet that we can see why is there like Why are we
0: seeing the same stars? There's a a million different things. I think I saw a Veritasium video or another guy doing kind of just a basic experiment to test the... Have you seen this? Or he just kind of tests the curvature thing and and he... With the two... Lasers, I think?
1: It's their obelisks or something, right? On the paper? I think so. And then if if the obelisks show a different angle, then there's clearly curvature.
0: I think so, yeah. Have you seen that?
1: Uh, I've, yeah, I've seen something similar if that's what you're talking about, I'm yeah. pretty, I'm pretty sure, and, and it literally would just have to do with where the sun's at, obviously, at the same time too, right, if you have the sun over here, and then you have a post thing here and a thing here, like, they're obviously gonna be, look, like, the shadows are different, right, well, I don't think I was, I think I was getting light off there, but, okay, yeah, the shadows will shine differently, um, there's like, uh, there's this, there's one video, I just show you one sec, okay, It'll make it a lot easier but but there's a, just a lot of questions that aren't being answered for the most part and they're not they're not saying we for sure know what's going on but like there's if you look up cameras with p900s and you look at the stars they look yeah. so cool like it's like if you took a bowl of water and you put it on a table and let shine light off it and then you see like the ripples and stuff basically it, looks like that you playing music
2: that's the waters above of course sciences scientists agree that's the atmosphere
1: there's no but the ripples and the way that the actual stars and the planets Yeah, the like,
2: atmosphere reflect refracts light right
1: of course well that's that would be their reasoning for it like um so these two here i'm not i don't want to go really far into it i just want you to I want to show you these well, bays here. If, if gotta, I want to find the name, if you
0: find it, maybe answer. can put it up on the screen. We can South see
1: South Shetland Islands. So there's two routes that they'll take you to go down, and it's by.
2: Is this the Antarctic? South Shetland Islands.
1: Yeah, this is how you. Can, this is what you. How you can go. There are tours, and they're only on these two specific spots. If you were to look at the flat Earth map, it's these little tails. They look like tails that jut out. So the the ring would be like this and there's a little island that'll peek out a little bit. The Flat Earth. It's
2: the UN Flat Uh,
1: Earth map. That first one works. Yeah, that third one's fine, too. Okay, so they'll take you to these little jut out spots and they'll take you around in some islands and they'll take you back. That is the complete falsification of what people with flatter think. They don't believe, there's no space like that. They think they're a special, they're made by God and this is like specific, you know what I mean? It's in that, if you would have kept reading, we could have kept reading Genesis, it says that the planet, uh, the, the stars and the planets are in the firmament of the heavens. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can take that as maybe that's in space, yeah. right? In your guys' terms or in literally like in the firmament. And if we look up uh well,
2: what's the difference between those two what do you mean you said you could take it to mean in space or in the firmament i like think that that's are, what that means
1: well you're saying that like the waters you're trying to describe the waters differently than i would what are you trying dis- to describe
2: the mess that's why I,
1: is more like almost like literal you that's think what there's I'm saying. h2o i'm i'm not that's saying, are
2: floating planets
1: they're not like globular planets they're wandering stars which is what planet uh, defines as
2: h2o there's objects floating in
1: i'm this is where i'm not 100 sure i would my personal guess is it's like heavenly light shining through or something and like it says that the angels have a certain path that they walk every day in the bible if you i don't know what verse it is so i'm not going to yeah, get okay. into this right well, now but there's, that, but there's find that there's Angels walk a certain path every day. Planets, look at the, the definition of planets. It's wandering stars, I believe. Yep. Okay. And wandering stars And would be- stars,
0: yeah, again, I mean, this this makes, like, from a phenomenological perspective, stars are not balls of burning gas. Stars are angels. That's just what they are. And even, like, God's promise to Abraham is that his children will become stars, right? Not that they'll become balls of gas or that they'll become as many as the stars, but that they will become the angels that... <laughs> that like people are submitted to later on, in life. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like so. If
1: if we we take like a biblical perspective, and you also can look at like people like amateur photographers, they get P one thousands, P nine hundreds, and they'll literally zoom up on all of these planets. Um Like that's one thing you should really like look up. That's they look so cool. Like they're mm-hmm. literally like like it's. Like heavenly stuff, like it's really crazy. Those, so that's what it looks like. Stuff like that that doesn't look like what they show us. Even planets look like that, and and it's pretty insane if you look at them. And it shows all of them.
0: Maybe just click
1: some there that, that there too. Like when you watch them, then they're moving. It's really cool. And I was looking. Okay. I was looking at um this bowl of water I had on the outside outside my window there and it was reflecting up and I was playing different kind of music at it it was really cool I was just it was just there right and yep. I was just like I want to see what it looks like and it played different music and it would do like really cool stuff like and it would do like mm-hmm. patterns similar to this stuff and like oh, you can what, what, that's another Lights, what's the or- Aurora Borealis yeah I don't know
0: is there, is there I, mean, I do know it, that that's that really kind of probably a deep a cut of of yeah. flat I don't know Earth what that would mean it just came yeah. out yeah, 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 yeah. Curious. Okay, so you, I mean, we're kind of asking more specifics, but again, down down to the the bottom of like the doubt. I mean, I guess we kind of have already explained a little bit of that. It's it's difficult to have a good, trusting relationship with the institutions that we have at this point, and so you're just fundamentally kind of uh, just. Guessing, or you're kind of doubtful that, that anybody's telling the truth. Like the the incentive for the government to telling us the story about space would be what that they that we they lied to us during the Cold War. Now Fifty million
1: dollars a day from the U.S. government, NASA makes okay. every single day. Fifty million dollars. That's. But I mean, again, I would NASA say. would be a lot of people, and yeah, there's, it becomes there's a, a lot,
2: lot outside of NASA that are
1: of course there is and they're just I think that they're all just trying to make money out of it like I don't nobody I don't else think is making Elon, the Elon Musk is in this as well which he also just made a deal with NASA that's right. part of his thing yeah. okay. but Elon Musk I think he's just trying to ruin Tesla's name because Tesla's literally the best scientist ever I think it's like almost a red herring almost you know and like maybe i use that term incorrectly i don't know no, i don't know that would be good okay yeah that makes sense so i think he's more of a red herring to actually destroy tesla's name because i think tesla had free energy I, I he made free energy and he was destroyed it and and he was like all his work was stolen and i i, I think that that's what that is i think and free energy I,
2: sounds I, even first principles like metaphorically incorrect no like, one like, makes money free? off what's like how would, how would energy... That you
1: harness make? the power of the planet. So there's uh, vibrations in the planet and basically but what this... what
0: the, what the Batteries are harnessing the power of the planet. Watermills Not are like harnessing the, the yeah, power no, of the no, planet. Like there's, the there's natural there's natural problem power. is that energy transfer costs... No, it's the vibration of the earth. Okay? Yeah,
2: but yeah, how yeah. do you harness it? I agree That's that what, there's
0: yeah, energy. It's, it's so the device that you use for translating it. That's what costs the money.
3: Yeah.
1: It has to go into the ground. That's the specific one of the specifics that has to go into the ground so it can grab it, and it has to go up and have like a, a spiral at the top as well. Yeah, so
2: what's the cost of building that to power everything?
1: Uh, there was Okay, so there's actually a lot of but videos of old down, right? ancient ancient cities that have these towers, right? Sure. And then when you see more recent pictures, all those little towers are gone and they have wires up where these are now. And it doesn't make any sense. Something crazy for you guys to look into is the the World Fairs. The World fairs, there was massive buildings. They say they were made out of wood and plaster, and they tore them all down. These were amazing, beautiful buildings built for like absolute giants. There we go. Look at these. Built for massive people. Like you'd go to this balcony and like you'd be like this tiny little person, like one of those little spirals, I guess, like at the, the staircase, at the, the balcony, one of them would be like taller than you. But so what is this what about? about this This is them hiding history of what what used to be, the first light bulb, a bunch of stuff like this was made was actually shown off at these. There was a lot of free technology, free. So how did they hide it? There's no it? money involved in this anymore. They literally destroyed the buildings, man. They they took. Yeah, them but down you they,
2: know about they this, used. So them. they didn't hide it very well.
1: No, because they they said that the reason they took them down was they were just a model. They were mo- they were they were like. Paper and uh, like wood, basically. It was wood okay. and like the light bulbs getting getting rid of. No, 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 no. These like all the scientists met there. Like okay. Yeah, they they still they still go and happen, but they used to happen at. Look up Chicago, Chicago World uh, World Fair. So,
2: so what was like? I, I, what I'm was not sure. About? I Understand I what was, was hidden called. by the. Uh,
1: this there is a lot of. Um, free energy technologies used to come around. So this is in Chicago.
2: So what do, what do you mean by free? Again, I don't really. You're
1: harnessing that. the power of the. They would say it was the ether. Yes. And it's just so in the, the air.
2: source is free. But how do you harness it? Do you understand? Like. That's like,
1: where. That's why we don't. I mean, Tesla
0: figured that out, right? It's like well, yeah, From but what Tesla I've heard about in even instance, with Tesla is that what he figured out would have been basically would have killed everybody anyways. Right. Like try, try, trying trying to cost. transmit energy yeah. that way. It, it actually would have basically I, I think like the, maybe you can bring this up Sorry we're giving you a lot of a lot of tasks to do Thanks for staying on this Sarah But I, I think I think even Tesla's like free energy thing I think they've kind of debunked or like they, they figured they, They've I don't know whether read his Textbooks or read what he was doing with that And apparently it would have been like really disastrous And would have hurt a ton of people
1: well, how was he was literally sitting in, in the room with it? There's like multiple people. There's people around the world who are doing it. Like, that. the, the theory is that this was happening a long time ago. These world fairs worked. That's why I brought this up, because these world fairs actually worked using this type of energy in a lot of cases. Okay. You could see that's them what all saying. lit up with lights before it was happening. And they weren't like, it was like, you know, you see the picture Tesla holding light bulb and it's not connected to anything before? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's similar to that. So these light bulbs require a pretty
2: low amount of energy compared to other things that we use electricity for. Of course. Of course. Those are just small, like, uh, resistance coils,
1: right? Right. Of course. Um, So if you look at these. These are absolutely beautiful buildings, okay? Like they're not just I mean, created so to I, be I destroyed. I think to like, kind of get back to the
2: symbolism, that's sort of what a fair actually is. It's like a you set up this spectacle of, it's probably not sustainable. It's not something you would live in, but it's a spectacle.
4: Yeah, that's right? also crazy to me we do that for the olympics nowadays right right and we tear it down
2: and you waste a yeah lot we of don't of have
1: energy. the. Te- they don't have the technology did they like it supposedly what you guys think is they didn't have that technology back then right so how are they going to do that to be able to build that fast machinery and stuff like that do you think they took years and years and years building this to just take it down they said that they just build it with scaffolding and stuff this stuff yeah. is beautiful if you scroll through there like so big, and they're all uh, over the world, and all of them got taken down. I don't Le- not
2: believe that they could. Did they? I don't know. I believe they could have set these up. Yeah, I mean, I, think, I think there's insa- like there's pyramids and there's insane feats. Yeah, stuff. there's there's a Human lot of technological things about People history that
0: we don't
1: know. People are questioning how the
0: pyramids are built all the time. And I, I think the important thing here is, is again. I, I think conspiracy theory. Uh, maybe I'm just trying to sum this up a little bit too much, but there's. I think conspiracy theory in general is this. Weird chimeric marriage of scientific thinking and mythological thinking. Again, it's it's like trying to trying to tell a myth about some ways. Like it's like when we're talking about this technology that we used to have. Like for for all of the like the pyramids, there's a lot of like crazy structures that were built far into the past, and we just don't know how they did it, right? So we want to. I mean, that's a mystery. Fundamentally, we don't get to know the answer that to that question. At least at this point, we might figure out other. Clues about how you know we we might figure Out certain things about it but when we're trying To tell a story about a Fundamentally unknowable Facts We have to kind of extrapolate We have to kind of You know (laughs) We have to We have to make up part of the story Right Mm -hmm. and That's I mean that's Fundamentally what we're doing when we're making Up a conspiracy theory too is just that that You you don't have access to all the facts, and you can't, again, when you don't have a cohesive trusting community system, when you have a system that's too big to have a chain of trust, then you have to make up a story that makes up some of the facts.
2: Yeah, I I don't believe that the global cosmology is totally not made up and that flat earth is totally made up. I believe both of them have degrees of made upness, and I'm just making a judgment that there's probably less made up about the global (laughs) earth than the flat earth. The, the I mean, problem. That's like a, just a, a sort of judgment I'm making,
0: right? Yeah, and and th- I th- I think the key is just to be humble about that and to recognize like when I'm trusting in science, I shouldn't have a relationship where where I believe one to one what science tells me, and that like like your relationship w- with with any of the institutions that exist right now, I don't think it's a healthy relationship if you just take their word flat and just it's certainly correct all of it one hundred percent. You have to be a little bit skeptical, but the, the key is not becoming, is to be a little bit skeptical, but not to become just a, a, a total skeptic, mm-hmm. right? When you become somebody who we go back to this community thing we were talking about earlier, if you become somebody who's not willing to take the feedback of anybody outside of themselves, you, you don't get to participate in community. You don't get to have the technology of, well, of what, of what science, I mean, in this case, of what science could offer you, right? There's a mm-hmm. lot that science would be useful for, right? And if we just kind of be- become fundamentally skeptical of science or fundamentally skeptical of, m- of medicine, then we lose out on a lot of what it could offer us. But if we can if we can have this sort of semi-good-faith relationship with science or with medicine or with the government, all these institutions, we can... I mean, I, I'm not really sure I could propose a real good solution. I just a, a think it ties solution,
1: back here, to money. Like, people who are talking about Flat Earth they have no money. They're not making money off this. The people I already told you, okay. just the states is making 50 million, and I'm not saying it's just. It's that's bad good to, though. So what do you think money is? <laughs> I
2: think money is just bullshit. I think you think it, money is totally. Is you think it's totally bullshit. No, you I, don't think I, this couch is worth anything that's like tradable across mult across different resources.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying that money right now is based upon an oil system that doesn't make any sense. Okay. So does it doesn't make any sense, or doesn't
2: make much sense. Like again, you're you're, you're no, not hedging any of your I am using clients.
1: exaggerations. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm using exaggerations. I think that the fiat currencies are a joke. Okay, I think that it makes sense to do it, but I think it needs to be backed, bas- backed on something. I think the fiat currency we're using now is worth more money than cryptocurrencies. The only reason cryptocurrencies are worth anything is because everyone said it's worth something, but it's actually you. What when our dollar was worth something it was backed on gold because gold can be used to for technologies and p- to produce energy and stuff right. Mm. There's lots of reasons. It's, it's still representative. I know, but wait, just wait. Okay. So sorry. The gold has a purpose and an inherent value just being gold. What we've backed it on now is oil, which they fluctuate the markets at and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But what cryptocurrency is based on is actually using energy to make this stuff. That's Mm -hmm. the complete opposite of what actual... But it's based on the
0: uniqueness of a particular mathematical algorithm, though, which is not... It's it's a resource that isn't just manufacturable, or at least the manufacturing takes real time. Well, so it's
1: manufacturable at the beginning. You just go. We got ten million. Okay, you guys want this stuff because there's only ten million. It's about scarcity. Yeah, how do they get it? They have to produce it. They it's like, generate it. It's it's they generate it, but which is showing that you actually use money to make this. It's not it itself isn't use inherently. Energy. If you, you have, have resources, resources. If, yes, of course. That's what I mean,
2: money represents resources.
1: You yeah, of course, but. Money should be backed on something. That's when the dollar was valuable was when it was backed in something with value. When you're backing it with something you have to actually pay money for extra and you're not it's not actually just worth something in general, that's where it means nothing. By all means, you can use cryptocurrencies and you can make a ton of money right now. You jump riding the thing. You're, you're creating a eventually dichotomy. It will crash.
2: Like it's either worth something or it's worth nothing. There's some value to freeing it from being worth something too specific and then it doesn't jump to being worth nothing it jumps to being worth something right. that's more variable and there's some use cases for that right
1: well it's good for people who run the stock market but it's not good for people who want their money to be consistent to put it away in. A well it's good vault. for people
2: pushing exports to of change course but certain- the
1: the people it's not actually good for just people in general right if you want to keep your money and like how do i keep my money and it doesn't go down the drain if you keep it in paper format it will slowly deteriorate but th-
2: th- that's i think that's a gold, good technology it will, it will that's, a, that's a useful technology that we have created that so so capitalism is the transition from leaders sitting on wealth to leaders sitting on investments right so capital your your money isn't actually like gold it's dollars in a bank account or dollars in an investment account mm-hmm. that is in capital so there's actually more value to money than i think ever historically when it was kings sitting on gold right because that 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 was actually just not really doing it, was, anything. Yeah, it's it, all wasn't, potential. it wasn't
0: it was put, like, it, like you're saying the gold is a real resource that you could use for technology but the kings weren't using it were so it didn't relate the, to real value plates, that could be used for anything sure. they were, they were it was actually it, it was more almost more fiat at that point right where it was just like this represents our king's power but he's not actually doing anything with the money Really just represents power In this fiction that people are believing and buying into Which I think what we're trying to say is that That's not fundamentally a wrong way of Using like that's what money is for It's for sort of um, Acting as a mediator between our Negotiations about value Right it's, it's not that yep. it, Money itself has ever been Valuable money is always just a language That we talk about value Of course I, I... It's hard to say
1: I I understand what you're saying and I understand, but like, I think that there should be... I, I think our fiat currency... I'm not saying there's something totally wrong with it. I'm just saying that people work with it. People know how to me- mold it and change yeah. it and it's not in the the likes of the, the... You know, the kings still have all the power. The banks still have all the power. Like You want to say, like, well, oh, we can't put it in the bank. It's like, all, well, all, the bank will keep again, making money. I think, I think money. what
2: I'm having a problem with here is technical. It's all the power. Banks have... M- a probably uh, disproportionate amount of power than they should. I'd agree with that statement. But also that the the kings, the banks, probably have a proportionately less amount of power than historically the people that hoarded wealth did. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's the perspective that's missed when you exaggerate in that manner, in that manner of saying the banks have all the power. They, They do have more power, but historically less power. So... It's uh, it's sort of a balance there. We're
4: going in the right direction, really.
0: Well, well the, I, I, the right direction isn't ultimately the banks having no power. You actually do want to have some more or less. You want to have a firmament backing. Because we your, might
2: be at this point <laughs> going in the wrong direction.
0: Phenomenological firm, firmament. I mean, you want to have a firm structure that, like, somewhat is your economy is linked to, and it's not just totally in flux. And 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 like, I mean, that that's partially what you're pointing to is that there's there's sort of a horseshoe theory here too, where if it becomes too much reliant on one particular uh, system of of evaluation, one particular person deciding on the value, or like just oil, then it becomes really in flux too, and yeah. it's hard, hard to quantify what a dollar is really worth. But then if you totally unlink it from that as well, and it's just about, you know, a, a dollar can then just mean whatever it means to whatever couple people you're talking to today. Like maybe to some people, they just don't have as much access to resources or, or whatever, it's like and a dollar is worth a million dollars mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a totally, there's a, it's a
2: totally chaotic system, right? Yeah, like hyperinflation, I guess, just does happen. But there's like specific scenarios where that happens, I yeah. guess.
0: Sorry, this is I feel this is not none of this is supposed to be in bad faith here. I, I, I'm I, afraid this is becoming somewhat more of a Braden says stuff and we shoot him down session. Sorry. <laughs> right.
1: Um I, I was the point there mostly is that I just think cryptocurrencies are worth less than what we have and gold. Sure. Mostly. I think that that's based on nothingness and y- it's the opposite of what value has. If you have to like pay money to make it, I don't know, that's probably the wrong way to word it.
2: But. Well, I, I, think, I think we got to this because you were saying the incentive behind a lot of these other theories is money. So there's the deepest level of conspiracy that you're sort of presenting here is that it's, it's manipulation of, of systems of value. Which, like, I guess, like, I would actually agree that we do have our, our deepest problems, are manipulations of systems of value. But I agree with you only, not only, but more metaphorically, in that we actually have, I'm more concerned about our manipulations of value abstractly than specifically manipulations of money. I think we have values of, um, you know, certain self... Like certain, uh, I guess, religious values or lack thereof that are actually more concerning than manipulations of actual currencies, mm-hmm. and I and I think that that's where <laughs> I almost believe parallel with you on all of these things. Well, then I think parallel the 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 conspiracies that you see are, I see a similar conspiracy that's driven by, again, just a, a perversion of values. Um, which I guess can trans- in many cases probably does translate to money, but doesn't have to and is sort of free from that specific. Like I, I guess that's where I would say. It's not. I don't like, believe. Like do you in think any, people
1: are doing these things out of the, the goodness of their heart? They think that they're doing the best. Well, thing no. I for think the it's people. the. I,
2: I think the opposite. I I don't think. I don't think there's even as much awareness that they're doing them. That's why I would. I would almost disagree with the conspiracy theory i don't think that there's much conspiring i think there's just corruption in the hearts of people people like i think human hearts are are just corrupt in their ability to understand what's valuable and that's the deepest problem here and there's almost uh i mean we'll see a pattern of that because it's in all of humanity the you know the line between what is what is the um, oh, the soldier incident quote: The well, yeah. line between good and evil is runs through the heart of every man. Of yeah. every man right. Yeah. So it's like, of course, the conspiracy is everywhere because we all have a an inability to properly value things. Hmm. We'll all, even if money was a perfect representation, we'd spend it poorly. We'd we'd buy like puckers or something, <laughs> and we and we'd value them perfectly, but <laughs> it, it would just. Be still a bad way to do it right I don't know
0: okay I I think we're reaching the end of all of our ability to make sense of of we're talking about a lot of abstract things so let's maybe wrap it up in a little bit but um, can you make this connection a little bit more clearly for me though as far as so so the reason for conspiracy is fundamentally greed and money Uh, I would I would say that
1: Greed and money for the level of, like, why don't just end on a bang? You know. So I would say that for gre- it's greed and money for the people here on Earth. But I would say that if you go from a biblical standpoint, like, there's still some something on the planet that doesn't care, but like really hates humans and God's creations and stuff, right? So. It was when you go a to the like, story about
0: evil
1: evil it actually right. would be evil like if you go in like if when i would talk about like if i talk about celebrities stuff i think most of those people have made so-called deals you can look them up about like most of these people have a close close family member die and then they blow up yeah. the next year or something right yeah. I, there's a video of what's his name uh, what's the guy who saying really really kevin gates Kevin Gates had the creepiest video. His his like He's like on Instagram, like videotaping with someone. And then his daughter goes, we did black magic on my brother. And he goes, oh, oh, oh. And you like <laughs> choose her out. And he's like, yeah, he's, like I'll run. The-. It was really weird though. Anyways, who is
0: Kevin Gates? I don't know. Who he's a rapper. Is, yeah. He's
1: just a rapper. No, right. Okay. Anyways, loads of these people have, I would yeah. say, made sacrifices to get into this. I think that selling your soul doesn't wh- is a thing. I think that this all wraps around to at the end of the day, it's a God versus Satan kind of thing. Sure. But it ties. Satan will use our like with the flat Earth. The flat Earth is showing that God is we're special creation. This is what we are. You space would be the complete opposite like in my opinion so i would say that like the flat earth probably has a lower end to it as well it's like when you say globe there's also snow globes right so this that would be a particular like look of the globe per se like but a dome i think you mean? Yeah, dome. yeah yeah like yeah. but i would say that the devil has inverted that completely he like we're inside the dome right but he, what he says is we're completely outside of it we're on the dome you know what i mean we're almost it's the complete inversion. Most of this stuff is a complete inversion of what we're told and what matters and in so many different regards. And we have so many temptations as humans that they'll, they'll
0: buy and agreed will buy into this and that. And I think I almost 100% agree with you here because I like we were talking about earlier as far as science being something that doesn't tell you a meaningful story about reality. It's just, I think that's where I go is like, I think that these stories about the earth, you know, being a globe and space really existing They are true from the Perspective of science but science Is fundamentally not a Useful myth about reality And we've been sold this narrative That science is our cultural myth Our, our, our cultural myth but maybe Maybe there's a Freudian <laughs> yeah. there. yeah. it's, 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 <laughs> it's this <laughs> no, that opiate good. that we've Been we're being fed that this is this is how We program our lives and we just follow the science But that's a total lie mm-hmm. Right you, you're The only like we talked about like facts are not stories, and stories are what what lead you to action, right? So if somebody's telling you we're just following the science, they are outright lying to you because what they're doing is they're telling a story about the facts, and they're saying that it's just the facts. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. We we should be all in on it that we 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 we're looking for a story to follow. Telling a story isn't bad, but somebody who's telling you that they're not telling you a story that's a lie, right? Stories are how we process the world, right? So the the problem here is that. From my perspective, it seems that that science or or that somebody who, who I mean, this is maybe the, the ultimate conspiracy theory, is that people who want to keep a cohesive structure to society needed to, they, they need to have something that people trust in order to tell their story about reality, right? And so they turn to the thing that people have built a relationship with it that they, that they trust which is the scientific institution mm-hmm. and they use that as sort of their poster child for their myth about reality. And which again myths are not, wrong. not bad to And I actually have more of a
2: structure to that which I don't know if I've shared with you is yeah. like there was a strong humanities education and then from that became people very motivated by the humanities to you know, get into science yeah. so and find time, yeah. answer these questions and then they did that and they brought these amazing technologies and then people didn't realize what motivated the people and they just focused on the tools they used and right. then we just lost they the humanities. The tools for the, the yeah, inspiration. For the, the story inspiration. That, exactly. That was, again, inspiration,
0: so, inspire, this like, all has to do with yeah, spirit. 100% and, and I like think. values, story. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. And that's where we can all I guess relate that there's, we all believe in this conspiracy whether the like, details line up, it's and, it's, like,
0: the thing of, of as far as, like, actually being, like, cohesive government institutions that are controlling this, like, f- even from a sort of a spiritual perspective, if these are, like, diabolical evil things that they're trying to do, from my experience, I notice that when I start telling lies, people stop trusting me, and my reality falls apart. Mm-hmm. So, to expect that a government would be able to stabilize and, and keep itself around for a long period of time while living in constant lies... That seems to be a bit of a stretch for me like a, like a mm-hmm. conspiracy seems fun to, like a conspiracy theory in general seems to be flawed to me at least one that would last for a long time because lies don't last that's that's just that's an axiom that i believe about reality so that if you tell a, a story that isn't true it won't stick around for as long as a true story Hmm. yeah that's
1: well that's one of the things in the, the covid realm for me is that i don't think this ends badly for us I think this ends well cuz I think there's so many like I think people will notice what's going on. I think there's too many lies being perpetrated. I think yeah. they, they they're they're playing too many cards. Like evil people tend to play their cards very quickly, yeah. you know? But like if God's behind this good side, which I would assume he is, you know what I mean, coming back, then there's got to be smarter plays happening. Right. You know what I mean? Like The devil's playing checkers and he's playing chess, kind of deal, you know? Like, so at the end of the day, like, I think that this will turn out great. So that's why I'm still optimistic about it all, right? Hmm. I see a bunch of bad stuff happening. I see people wanting to take over the world. And I've, people have been saying, oh, this is revelation. This is revelation for so long. I'm like, I don't care whether it's revelation or not. You know what I mean? Like, God put me here to work hard and do things. And that's what I'm here for. And like, I'll take the world as I see it. You know what I mean? And you take it as you see it. And like, Hopefully we can all have some discussions about what you think. Maybe you'll prove me wrong. Maybe I'll prove you wrong. Who cares, right? At the end of the day, well, right I mean, I is, think we right, care is right, you know, and we, we, that's what you're supposed to be It charming. becomes,
0: it's like our, our relationship is fundamentally what becomes important about, you know, how we act together. So then yeah. it's like, it's proving based on our trust for each other, not based on some external inst- institution, right? We, we want to prove it based on our faith in each other more mm-hmm.
1: so, right? Yep. Like a lot of my friends, like obviously, don't think all the same things that I do. But one of the things that I can tell you is they they respect me for being able to let them disagree with me and hmm. still having myself That's be honest virtue. with them, right? Yeah. So, I I respect them for that because I'm like thanks for not ostracizing me just because i think this because i'm not just gonna lie to you about what i think you know what i mean i've looked into some stuff this is what i think but like if you're looking into stuff too by all means like show me because i don't want to get caught up in a lie like at the end of the day like we should all just want to be down the right path and if i'm not on the right path and i'm not willing to change that's just complete ignorance Mm -hmm. right like but at this point i don't i don't i don't see a better answer from what i've looked up like we've had this discussion and stuff but i've seen like Tons more videos. I've been looking at this stuff for time, right? So I could yeah. show you like videos of this and that, and you could say they're just videos of this and that. But like I've seen like like heavy proofs of a lot of things that I'm talking about, and I can't. Yeah. I didn't p- get them all prepared here. You know what I mean? Like honestly, would have wrote more stuff down sure, if sure, I realized sure. <laughs> yeah, how far yeah, yeah. we were going into all yeah, this yeah. stuff, <laughs> right? But um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I think it's all just about, like, community coming together. I, I think conspiracy
0: theories are cool to look into and whatever. And, like, you, you can't even- argue with that because it's, there's something that's fundamentally just exciting about talking about conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: I just, that's why I got into this. It's just I thought they were cool. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go and look at some conspiracy theories right. online, right? And some of them I'm like, wow. like. You know what I mean? This has got some proof. Like yeah. there's other ones. Like I was watching this one guy, and he was just like, he's a flatter streamer, but he started talking about Bigfoot. Like okay. not him, but the guy he invited on. Yeah. And the, it was so funny. He's like, he's like watching some guy like make like shoot like whatever for gold. Yeah. And he goes look, and it's like something makes a crack in the back, and it like kind of looks like a dude. And he's like trying to like push so hard that it's Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. I'm like.
0: We don't have to get too deep in this, but do you know what the incentive behind, like, Bigfoot existing doesn't seem to matter to anybody or about anything. Like, why would there, why, is well, there a it's missing link?
2: There's an evolution connection, yeah. which is, there's an obvious biblical anti-evolution movement. From so it's the, the Christians
0: that are trying to hide Bigfoot?
2: <laughs> <laughs> i guess that would be a, yeah yeah all right well he, we gotta watch I, I found, out for those guys i found
1: out that he was actually he just grew up near the forest and stuff so he'd hear all those stories and i'm like all right obviously that's why well, you i think, think
2: there's yeah here. there's an obvious archetype of like strange forest man yep yeah. <laughs> i'm sure people throughout time have encountered that okay.
0: yeah good stuff all right man well I, I think we've cracked open a lot of cans of of what could lead just <laughs> in a lot more good conversations, but I, I think there there was a good thread here that helped I mean it helped me process some of this stuff. so i'm I'm thankful yeah. that you took some time to do this. maybe you maybe want we'll to follow it up. I mean, there's definitely more here, so
1: oh for sure, yeah, I know, I'd for sure be down to try it again. It, it was fun, you know what yeah. I mean. Even if it was just us, we don't even have to record it, but obviously yeah. it's cooler if we do, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this like is fun. I I I like just talking about this kind of stuff and I'd prepare a lot more for next time too <laughs> okay. so I could have some like points for it now and I'd be like, "All right, bro, okay. look at this."
0: <laughs> Jamie pull it up. <laughs> and a special thanks to Sarah for yeah. being our Jamie today.
1: Yes. Thank you. Sarah.
0: Well, that was interesting. If you enjoyed this conversation, consider sharing it with someone else you think might find it interesting. Even better, try to find someone you think might disagree with something here and take some time to listen to their perspective. Try to have a meaningful, good-faith conversation. Practice listening deeply and patiently and speaking clearly and precisely. I think if we can get better at this, we might actually change the world. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.